welcome to Book It. I am not your commissioner, Hi-Fi Mike, as he is currently on another planet after consuming that za. I am your guest commissioner, Lil X Fudge, and say hello to your general managers, Damon D. Money Allen. I don't even know what the fuck Kenny was doing with that pre-intro. Like, was that Ric Flair? Like, no, it was Rude Ones. Oh, yeah. and he it was also he did he broke the rules because he didn't put Book It in there anywhere. Yeah, nope. yeah Kenny, no, don't be following the rules. The rule ones are book it now. Prime time travesty. <laughs> hey. Bad guy, Kenny. Well, hi. Well, here we are today. Round six. Another spectacular round of book it verse. And as we wrap things up, Kenny, what is the name of your show tonight? The name of the show is Final Chapter. We get it's the conclusion. Final Chapter. Of a wild ride that we call Dynamite Pro Wrestling. And a wild ride it has been. Many yeah. lows and a couple it's, it's of been, high points. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's been hey, like hey. Russell in Denver. PTC Ground Zero is a high point for sure. DPW is a high right. point of me jumping off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing Anyways. wrong with uh, what, was your, what was your show called last time, Travis? Yeah, it's ground zero. Ground zero. Ground zero, yeah. Nothing wrong. I wanted to rate it ground zero. Nothing wrong with ground zero. I had a lot of potential. I hated that. But what I'm hoping I don't hate tonight is the birthday boy Kenny Davis' show. So, Kenny, take us away. Not the birthday boy anymore. Pro Wrestling's final chapter. Final chapter. All right. Well, Jake Paul and Pat McAfee have been in the indies winning matches, trying to earn rep as a tag team. They get to DPW in the locker room, doesn't really show them the proper respect because their debut against La Resistance. And they barely lost that match at that. They haven't been respected. They want to prove themselves uh, once again. And one day become tag team champions and prove to the wrestling world that they belong and can hang with the 10-year competitors. So leading into week one, they go up against Razors and Apples. They get quite a bit of offense on uh, Carlito. Carlito's taking turns on the two of them. When Jake, uh, when Jake Paul gets the hot tag on Pat, uh, Pat McAfee, McAfee's going crazy until a leg Larry takes him out. Clearly defeated, Carlito hits the backstab, hits the backstabber, and tags in Razor Ramon for the first time in the match. And Ramon walks in and pins McAfee for the one, two, three. So the crowd's pissed because you know they're booing not only because they're heels, but Carlito's hyping up Razor Ramon like he did something in the match, but really he just sat back and watched him do all the work. And he came in and just got the pin. So week two, it is made known by Razor Ramon that Razors and Apples will go to Japan to bring home um, the Dynasty Tag Team titles to DPW, so they will not compete tonight. Uh, Jake Paul and Pat McAfee are made fun of by the locker room, calling them the A-list um, by fellow superstars because they feel like they're too delicate and too Hollywood for wrestling and need to stick to other activities, especially since they haven't gotten the wins that they've gotten in DPW. In the meantime, there's a new tag team moving up the ranks, the New Age Rockers, which uh, composed of Seth Rollins and Shawn Michaels. They've been described as uh, a team that doesn't necessarily like each other, but their need to be better than the other makes them a formidable tag team. Um. They beat Jack Evans and Angelica on a wall and asked as the fans going crazy at the, at the athleticism between the two teams. And we see the New Age Rockers on the microphone. Seth gets on the mic, pissed off, and says, I am trying to earn my spot into a tag team title match with the bank. And they give us the weak-ass A-list. Jake Paul and, Pat, and Pat McAfee aren't even real wrestlers. You guys are composed of a retired kicker and a freaking YouTuber. TDJ, what's the meaning of this? HBK with his own mic says, Seth, you're pretty riled up. It's fine. We are a million times better than these two. We just got to get these scrubs out of the way. Then a sweet, sweet victory. Pat gets heated and says, are we, are we really doing this right now? Huh? We're really doing this? Apparently you are considered one of the best wrestlers ever. Well, I don't see it. 
you've had your help your entire career. This comes from a person who's been carried their whole career, whether it was Sherry, Marty, Nash, Austin, Luna, Cena, Lothario, Rick, Sid, Wait. Hunter, Xbox, China. I can go on and on. Bro, you use people to daddy carry <laughs> yeah you you use people to get where you are now you are a user whether it's people drugs management whether whatever you say goes and it's bullshit you get on me because i want to live out my dream but we're doing it the right way no backstage politics no bs so tonight i will give it my all and then some so sean seth um so sean and seth uh so sean seth i hope you come correct because tonight we defy the odds and beat the new age rockers the crowd's cheering as he doesn't break eye contact with him. Sean says, that was cute and all, but the only way I get carried is in a casket. I am arguably the greatest wrestler to ever lace a pair of boots. And Seth here, he's okay. So yeah, the A-list beating us in your wildest dreams. We'll see tonight as two S-tier wrestlers take out two fans playing dress up. One thing about the Heartbreak Kid, he's going to be the show. And now that me and Seth are climbing the ranks as the best tag team, we are the show. I know that hurts you being you guys being celebrities and all, but I got news for you. Your time is done before it even started. He drops the mic real cocky in his face, and, and uh, he starts laughing at him. The match happens, and it's like really back and forth. The A-list are showing glimpses of greatness, but can never really dominate like they want to. At the end, Jake Paul is getting the upper hand on Rollins. Rollins kicks him directly in the nuts when the ref isn't looking. Paul's like holding his nuts and uh, he ends up dropping to the ground, like on all fours. Um, no, my fault, my fault, sorry. So he's holding his nuts and then uh, Shawn Michaels sweet chin music, Jake Paul. Then he falls down on all fours and then HBK gets hype as Rollins sprints towards him and he gets and he flapjacks him up in the air and then does a super curb stomp. Um, Rollins goes for the pin, one, two, and Pat is trying to get into the ring and HBK is holding him like against the rope so he can't get in and they hit the final three. HBK and Rollins leaving all hyped up because they got the win, but we get a final shot of the A-list in the ring as they're both in pain, but the crowd is giving them re their respect clapping. So week three, Seth Rollins and HBK come out, and HBK says, I told you once, and I told you a thousand times, when I said I was going to be the show, never count out the heartbreak kid, especially against two prissy prima donnas. Seth starts cracking up laughing, doing that little, ah, ha, ha, that little nasty laugh he does. Seth, Seth comes in and says, you saw what we did to them. They may be megastars on the silver screen, but we are megastars in between these ropes. Next up on the agenda is Carlito and Razor Ramon, since they can't bring home the titles, since they couldn't bring home the titles. Uh, I'm sorry, I read that wrong. Since, since they just brought home the titles from Japan, they're still running for number one contender. We want that spot. You have two, 24 hours to respond. He dropped the mic as they leave the ring. Gave so, line. <laughs> so what? They gave him a deadline. He did. He said, you got 24 hours to respond. So uh, week four, uh, Carlito and Razor Ramon come out. The mo um, come out. Hmm, so they waited Ramon. a whole week. Yeah, they did. They said, fuck Carlito and Razor Ramon come out the moment Shawn Michaels and Seth Rollins uh, attempt to talk. Some things were said, Chico. You talking like you deserve to be in the same ring as the great Razor Ramon and his partner Carlito? Well, one thing about us, we don't run from a challenge. So we said, we don't care about your 24 hours, but we thought about it after a week of this. So you got it. The, uh, the two teams battle it out as the A-list are ringside um, commentating. Carlito's getting beat up. Uh, let's see. By the New Age Rockers, Carlito's going for the hot tag, but gets his leg pulled by HBK. While this is going on, Jake Paul pulls uh, Seth from off the apron, and Seth gets in his face while like he's like, what are you doing? And Jake Paul gets his revenge and kicks him in the nuts as the crowd's going crazy. He's holding his nuts and uh, falling slowly as Jake Paul is flicking him off. The bell rings as New Age Rockers are the winners due to DQ. Razor gets uh, Razor gets pissed, starts beating up on Jake Paul. Pat stands on the announcer's table and jumps off of the Luthes press. 
and starts punching him as the bell keeps ringing. Security comes out, pulling them away from each other. TDJ comes out and says, I love this. I love the potential of this matchup. So here it is. The New Age Rockers will have a rematch against Razors and Apples, and I'm adding a third team, the A-List. Sunday we will watch as these three teams will decimate each other for the Japanese belts, the Dynasty Tag Team Championships. The crowd starts cheering. So now we're at the actual show. Razors and Apples come out in their orange gear. Jake Paul's in his yellow attire. Pat McAfee's in his, he got black jeans on, the black beater. And Seth Rollins and Shawn Michaels come out in pink and vote green, uh, striped, uh, striped tights. And they both have their own jackets to wear with the outfit. Pink and green? Yeah. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> Yuck. Yeah. It's bright. They're real, they're, they're real bright. Um, match starts off with absolute chaos with everyone swinging on each other. As soon as the bell rings, everybody's swinging each other. But Razor Moan takes a step back and letting Carlito handle. You know, he's kind of lazy. Carlito's getting beat up and everyone keeps trying to cover him for the pin. And Razor, Razor realizes he can't just let Carlito take all the abuse since there's so many teams involved. If they uh, they want to, excuse me. They want a shot of the tag, uh, tag team titles and is stopping the pins and showing offense now. Razor hits Jake Paul with a mean shoulder block that turns him inside out. Like he's like doing like a core screw in the air and everything. Um, fuck. Carlito and Razor go for a double clothesline. Jake Paul falls backwards and does a kip up to evade it, then does a running drop kick to them both. At one point, uh, Jake Paul is hit with a stiff backdrop by Razor Ramon. Jake Paul is on the top rope. Seth hits him with a running hurricanrana. HBK catches him out of the air and power bombs him. He deadlifts him back up as the crowd's going crazy and has been, then he switches to a fireman's carry while Seth is quick, quickly running up the turnbuckles and does a diving knee drop to his head in the air. The crowd's going crazy, stomping their feet as they both get up slowly. We see Jake Paul slowly getting back up in his arms in like a fighting position. HBK hits him with a running forearm smash and kips up. Jake Paul's getting back up again, like even slower, but he's still showing he has like. Uh, <clears throat> Still has like energy to him, and the crowd's going crazy because he has never say die attitude. Seth does the shining wish to Jake Paul, and Jake Paul's still trying to get back up on his feet, but it's even slower now. And the crowd's still cheering as he gets back up, <coughs> and he yells, "And I'm still standing." They both kick him in the gut and go for a double DDT, but Pat hits him in the hits them both in the back with forearms, and then pulls them back for a reverse DDT. That so it's kind of like a, a Tower of Doom, but standing. If that makes sense. And he's hitting them with a reverse DDT while they're while they're hitting him with the uh, DDT. Uh, Razor Moan hits an air raid siren to Jake Paul off the apron onto the floor. The A-list both hit on uh, double spears to Seth and roll forward and pop up at the same time with their arms raised. The crowd's cheering them on, cheering them on their athleticism. Sean and Seth are on the same turnbuckle facing each other. Seth's back is facing the ring and Sean's is facing ringside. So she you understand know, what's going on. Sean does a diving moonsault to Carlito on the, um, on the outside as Seth is doing a Phoenix Blast to, to uh, I said theory. <laughs> this Phoenix Splash to, um, the fuck is his name? Pat McAfee on the inside. The A-list hit double um, super super kicks to Razor Moan that sends him flying out of the ring. Seth sprints at Razor Moan ringside. Razor hits him with a uh, back body drop, and Seth bounces off the ropes and smacks against the uh, apron. Razor chokes Seth ringside and throws him to the announcer's table. And then, um, they not through it, but he's like throwing at the announcers that they're, while they're at the announcer's table. Uh, Seth flapjacks Carlito into a sweet chin music from HBK. HBK, HBK goes for the pin, but Carlito kicks out and the crowd's going crazy that he has energy left at all. Carlito tries to kick Pat in the gut, but Pat catches it and flips him backwards and Jake Paul catches him in the air and hits a tombstone pile driver. And then um, Seth hits a superplex to Carlito and tried to pick him up for a falcon arrow, but Carlito reverses it in midair and does a backstabber. The crowd's going crazy and Carlito holds him there. And we see Razor Moan on the top rope. He's a diving senton to him and Rollins is in pain rolling around. Um, Razor crawls up to him for the pin, but Shawn Michaels hits his own curb stomp. He quickly goes for the for the for his own pin, but it's pulled off by Jake Paul 
Jake Paul hits a side effect outside of the ring. We see the crowd cheering as Pat McAfee is favoring his stomach, climbing the top rope. He goes for a senton bomb, and he hits it. Um, as the crowd's cheering, he crawls over real slow and covers him. One, two, three. The A-list are the winners of the match. That's the end of that segment. I have a lot of things that, like, I, I just have a lot of opinions going both ways. Like, there's a lot of stuff I liked, and there's a lot of stuff I don't like. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of balanced out. Right. <laughs> so let's hear it. So uh, some of my dislikes, these these teams are a little nasty. I don't want to see Jake Paul wrestle. Uh, really? Logan Paul with Pat McAfee I would have loved. Jake Paul I have zero desire to see. I wrestle. meant to say, like, bro, I meant to say Logan Paul this time. I'm saying Jake Paul. Yeah, I meant to say Logan Paul. That's my fault. Okay, so that, yeah, that, 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 was that makes it way better. because Yeah, that, this is all supposed to be Logan Paul, not Jake, Jake Paul. Jake Paul I'm... probably could learn to wrestle like Logan has, but he hasn't, and he's a bigger asshole. Well, like, yeah. Logan Paul... It's proven he can wrestle very well, actually, and is less of an ass. So that makes me like it significantly better. I'm glad we made that distinction. That is, yeah, Logan yeah. This Paul. this was all Logan Paul. My fault. I'd, okay. I'd say Jake Paul. I was hyping on Jake Paul this whole time. It's supposed to be Logan Paul. All right, significantly better. Um, yeah, I don't like you have Sean and Michaels and Seth Rollins as a tag team, and making them the Rockers is kind of wasteful of them. Like these are two like. And I'm not often to suck off Hickenbottom, but generational talents, and you're just going into the worst part of Sean's career and recreating that. Well, they're supposed to be. They're both in their in, in this universe. They're both in their prime. They just their gimmick is just the new age rocker. It's, it's yeah. just all it is. Just the new. So age there's rocker. a new new rockers, pretty much. I, I'm not feeling that. Uh, I, that part I don't like. <laughs> Marty Jannetty and Al Snow are better. <laughs> <laughs> Al Snow carries. <laughs> Al Snow is the greatest rocker of all time. That, that's Al, Al is amazing. Uh, I love that man. Uh, anyways, um, the match will probably be really good though, uh, and the story was kind of hit and miss with me. Uh, but the Logan Paul distinction that bought you at least another quarter. Yeah, uh, it's, it's supposed to be Logan Paul. I was talking about Jake Paul accidentally. It's supposed to be Logan Paul. That's my fault. So with that extra quarter, at least added back on top, I'm giving this a three point seven five. I think the good outweighs the bad now. Uh, you, before it was pretty equal, but I, I think the good outweighs the bad. Um, I'm gonna give you a 3.5. I do agree that it being Logan it improves it because I was gonna say I don't get how I'm supposed to feel sympathetic towards Jake Paul at all. Yeah, it's supposed to be Logan. Douche. That was my fault. <laughs> was at least Logan has shown like he's turned a corner. At least it appears to be, and like you can feel some sympathy for him. Um. Jake I don't mind the. I don't. Jake Paul doesn't get any of that. Fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> I do think the match would be good. Yeah. I think the wrong team won. Like I get nope. what you were going for, but I would rather have seen Razors and in, in Apple or yeah, Razors and Apples win. Yeah. Um. I was actually like. like I liked all three of these teams. It hurt me to just make any of these teams lose because I fucked with all three of these teams. <laughs> <That's how> I <laughs> felt with lethal lockdown last go around. Yeah, <laughs> I just feel like like I'm not super mad that that um it was a little predictable. Eight, eight, yeah, all. it I mean, felt that, like it, you yeah. you had them. Be, they're sense, the underdogs. Though. They're gonna they they don't deserve to be in this match, but they win the match. Um, sometimes like, sometimes some stories are just sometimes, sometimes that happens. Yeah. But, like, my investment in them isn't that strong. Um, yeah. But I don't hate it. Like like I said, 3.5. Travis, where you at? I liked it. It wasn't great. Like, 
it was good, not great, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. I think the story was a little all over the place. It was a little like. It was hard to try to turn it into a three way match and make it make yeah, sense. I'm that's realizing what... that triple threats are hard to do. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's what, And I was struggling trying to get that done. Because sometimes I just want to do a triple threat because I want to see these three wrestlers wrestle. Yeah, but getting a that's story behind it is a little difficult sometimes. Oh, it is. <laughs> that's how it was, and it was like it's. I wanted to see that like these three teams. I was like, that match would be fire. You could put three like acts who like in any one on one situation would land you fives, and you'll likely get below that. Oh yeah, yeah, you're I learned that from experience. You, usually, <laughs> you're gonna get like a three point five to three point seven five on a triple best. threat. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like always wonky. Yeah, and that's where I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be at a three point five. Um, I think he did good with this. The right team won. Yeah, it was, was it was just it was yeah. it was so hard to do, especially with trying to re- rewrite everything too. It was just it was just hard to to get that that story across to try to make the three way match make yeah. sense. That's the Great. that was the hardest part. I, I, for me. I was there last last show, so I, I get it. Like, because I, I did the same thing. Like, I was like, damn, it's so convoluted all of a sudden. Like, yeah. Because you either okay. just have the matchmaker make it for no reason, or you uh, try <laughs> you to, have to give a reason. reason. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because like, I can't just go in there and be like, "Look, I got a fire ass match for y'all." <laughs> 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 All right, so this one, um, going to the next part. Um, so the women's rumble is coming up. We're getting, we're getting hype for this, but this is a little bit of background for for two of the competitors. So uh, week one, Jay Carbo invades Thursday Night Throwdown and beats up on the blonde shells, yeah. Kara Hogan and Naomi. She double clotheslines them, followed by a bicycle kick to Kara Hogan and hits the jaded to Naomi to put, put her down. She gets up real slow as the crowd boos. She has her hand up as the timekeeper time hands her a mic. Time and time again, I prove why I'm the best living talent in all of professional wrestling. But you fat fans at home behind your monitors want to talk like you've been in my shoes. Face what I face. Well, newsflash, I am your champion, and I'm going to stay your champion. You have the gall? You have the nerve to sit there and boo me? Yes. Don't boo job stability. By the time you bitches figure out my worth, I'm worth more. I am the CEO of the Jade Empire for a reason. A lot of y'all think a bitch is soft for showing her emotions. I won't be too soft when I defend my title once again at final chapter. See, people doubted me my whole life. You think because some people that don't have an ounce of my talent have negative criticism, I'm supposed to be worried? I am the GOAT of the women's division. I haven't taken an L since I got here and will continue to do so because I am the one. Not only... Not only have I uh, only have I dominated this division, I slayed every contender and every contender. I even defeated the top females from other promotions. Some people are saying I need a TDJ to get to this to this point. Well, I don't need him. I don't need the bank for help. It was all yours truly. At this point, I should be considered royalty. I want Eric Bischoff to come out here and queen me. I want a throne to sit on, a royal scepter to hold, and a crown laid upon my head. Wait, wait, so Eric Bischoff has royal authority to make somebody queen. Hold up. I just yeah. want the I just want the uh, the jury to understand that there is only one queen <laughs> in professional wrestling, and she is the thickest oh. woman <laughs> in the world, Sarah Del Rey. Okay. Well, this, well, this, okay? One's, actually, well, this one's actually thick. <laughs> Not thick like. Why Sarah are the Del Rey? two options so horrible? It's like British politics <laughs> and or American, American politics. politics. American politics. <laughs> yeah. She she says. Uh, I want to throw this in on the royal scepter to hold and a crown lit upon my head. The crowd's booing her like crazy now. I'm in that crowd, booing her. Yeah, Yeah, she got the bow. She got you playing right into her hands right now. (laughs) So as I hold this belt high above my head, 
once again, the Jade Empire will prevail. She laughs as the crowd's booing her like crazy. Week two, she's back on her own show now, and we see refs come out with the items she requested. She comes out in all gold attire, a designer cape, and her hair is braided up like, like, like the royalty like kind of braid. Uh, a referee's carrying the end of her cape. She walks up the steps, and another referee uh, sits on the rope so she can get in. She puts her hand out, and the referee sets the microphone in her hand. Very unamused, she says, my royal scepter. The referee gives this to her. My royal throne. We see another referee wipe the seat down. As she sits down, she says, my crown. When the referee pulls out the uh, green pillow with a crown laying on top, laying on it, he takes out the crown and has it above her head. We hear Beth Phoenix music hit. She comes out and immediately starts swinging on Jade. Jade flees the ring, holding her jaw, cussing her out. Week three, and now we're in week three. Jade comes out with a lawyer and says, during my, uh, during my royal ceremony, that thug, Beth Phoenix, had the nerve to jump your queen. Why would she ruin such a classy affair? Your queen didn't even say who she would face at final chapter. You think punching your way to a title shot like a barbarian, like low-class scum, I'm not impressed? Yes, your queen is not impressed. I request that she be arrested for assault. Make that happen or I will get my attorney involved. We see Beth Phoenix come out and say, I don't care if you sue me. I'll beat your attorney's ass too. I come for that thing around your waist. Now fight me for that belt or I'll, be whooping, or I'll keep whooping your ass and take it from you. We see Beth Phoenix walk up ready to fight her again. Jay gets punched um, and hit with a Luthes press, but then the police sprint out there. We see Beth uh, hit Mark Sterling with a, a brain buster. The police get in the ring and pin uh, Beth to the ground. The crowd's booing as she gets arrested by the Cedar, House, by the Cedar Police the, uh, Department as she is being walked off in cuffs. Jade runs and bicycle kicks her in the side of the head. The crowd's booing like crazy now that we see um, now that we see Beth Phoenix on the ground and cuffs knocked out and Jade being put in cuffs as well as she's uh, cracking up laughing. Week four, we see Jade with her lawyer, Mark Sterling, in a, in a neck brace, um, with a neck brace on. And um, she's, yeah, with a neck brace on. She gets on the microphone and says, I was released from jail due to, due to being self-defense. Sorry, DPW fans. I was in fear for my life. Beth Phoenix assaulted me last week and had to be punished for her crimes. The crowd's booing her. She says, I'm glad Beth Phoenix is off these streets. I can only imagine what other poor souls she could have hurt next. She's still in jail where she belongs. She can't touch me or anyone else in the back. It's for her own good. We hear Beth Phoenix music hit. Jay starts getting scared. Same with the lawyer. The music stops and nobody comes out. Jay starts cracking up laughing. I'm sure you guys thought I was worried about that bitch. I told you, she's in jail, off the streets, where everyone else is safe. We see them leaving the ring, but we see a hooded figure run out and grab Sterling from behind. The hood is dropped to reveal Beth. The crowd's going crazy as Sterling's grabbed, and he's, he's screaming like a girl. Jade is too, uh, Jade is too far up. Oh, I just lost my place. Jay's too far up and she's worried about Sterling, but it's too late when Beth slams him and the crowd's going crazy. TDJ comes out and says, Beth, I know you've been begging to be in the Royal Rumble. We're going to make your dream come true. Jade, you don't have a match schedule and you need an opponent. We're going to do something special. Since you can do it all by yourself and can't beat anyone, how about this? I can. I am now making the Royal Rumble, Royal Rumble match for your belt. You are now a competitor in the match. Jay's pissed off, is kicking things and everything. He walks up to her and says, I can be your God and I can be your devil. You made your choice. Now you have to pay for it. Then he fake smiles for the crowd, like waving and everything, showing, showing a real fake. So now we're at the actual event. The first the entrant is Ty Conti. Uh, second entrant is Alexa Bliss. And she's back to normal now. And the crowd's cheering because now she's back, back in her normal Alexa state. Uh, the third entrant is Tamina Snuka. The fourth entrant is Caden Carter. So I'm just reading it off so that you just know, like, they're just punching each other, doing random moves and shit like that. I'm just giving you all the spots and who's and who's coming in. Uh, number five is Christy Hemi. 
Number six is Jay Cargill. She comes out to booze and she walks out with her lawyer, Mark Sterling. Uh, number seven is Alicia Fox. Number eight is Penelope Ford. Number nine, Serena Deeb. She comes in with a chair and she's immediately hitting everyone in the ring with, with the chair as the crowd's chair as she, like, with each hit. Number 10 is Santana Garrett. Number 11 is Nia Jax. Now Nia Jax and Tamina eliminate Santana Garrett, Penelope Ford, and Christy Hemme. Like they're working together to eliminate these people. Uh, Piper Nevin comes in next at number 12. And she flips Tamina over the top rope to get her out of there. Number 13, we hear, I am a real American. Brooke Hogan comes out. <laughs> Brooke Hogan clotheslines Todd Conti out of the ring. Did the tears you, from the Kenny, crowd. Is that a rewrite decision? You said what? Was that a rewrite decision? No, she was always in this match. Oh, my God. She, she was always in this match. <laughs> number 14. I tried so hard. <laughs> number 14 is nice. Number 15, is Stacey, we hear Stacey Kubler's music hit, but no one comes out. We see Stacey Kubler getting beat up backstage by Deanna Perrazzo. Uh, Deanna comes out determined, taking her place. Uh, Deanna comes out and eliminates Nia Jax with Serena D. So they work together to eliminate uh, Nia Jax. Number 16 is Paige Van Zandt. Paige Van Zandt comes in and eliminates Serena. Caden uh, Carter, uh, Candice LeRae, and Deanna um, help eliminate Piper Nevin. They work, work together to eliminate her. Christy Hemme and Alicia Fox are on the apron fighting, and Santana Gary hits both with a running drop kick, like with a leg spread out, kicks them both to eliminate them both. Caden uh, Carter tosses Candice LeRae through the ropes and hits a suicide dive with the crowd cheers. JBL makes it known that neither is eliminated due to them going through the ropes and not over. Uh, number 17, Joy Giovanni. Joy Giovanni comes in and eliminates Brooke Hogan and Caden Carter. Joy Giovanni? Yeah. <laughs> Did you play, like, SmackDown versus Raw you know, yeah. before this? <laughs> That is her one existent memory is that game. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I had a huge crush on George Giovanni when I was a kid. Bro, <laughs> you going to just ask me for some talent, bro. <laughs> yeah. He was going this match. So number 18 is uh, Brandy Rhodes. Uh, Deanna quickly uh, eliminates Brandy as soon as she gets in, like the moment she gets in. Brandy's in shock, trying to convince the ref she wasn't all the way in, but they proved she was uh, when they had the instant replay, and she's eliminated. Number 19 is Naomi. Uh, then we see Candice LeRae and Alexa Bliss are having a punch exchange, and um, but they both get eliminated by Jay Cargill with a double clothesline as the crowd boos her. Number 20 is Kiera Hogan. Uh, Naomi eliminates Santana Garrett. Uh, Jade eliminates Nia Jackson, showing off her strength and throwing, throwing her out of the ring using her legs to get her over the top rope. Number 21 is Stephanie McMahon. Uh, Joy tosses out Alicia Fox. Number 22 is Tony Storm. Number 23 is Beth Phoenix. She comes out all fired up as the crowd's going crazy. Beth is on eliminating spree, eliminating Naomi, Joy Giovanni, Paige Van Zandt, and Deanna Perrazzo. At this point, Jade hits uh, the, the jaded move off the second turnbuckle to Tony Storm. Beth ends up uh, eliminating Jade to, che to cheers from the crowd. As Jade's eyes get big and Beth is leaned over the rope smiling, Jade is pissed off arguing with the refs. And the refs are telling her she has to leave. She's like kicking the barricade and several chairs and over. The crowd singing, nah, 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 nah. Hey, goodbye. So they're all Wait, cheering. Who got just got eliminated? Jay Cargo. She's oh, got eliminated. So so you she's walking to the steps, uh, on the stage, cussing people out, flicking people off, knocking the guy's drink over. Joe Rogan says, Our champion, everybody. What a class act. I'm glad she's finally lost her belt. Um, we will have a new champion who will be crowned queen now that the Jade Empire is over with. Her lawyer still rings at this point, her lawyer still ringside, talking mess to Beth. Beth uh, slides underneath the ropes, and grabs him, and throws him into the ring. And she just and he's like screaming and yelping again. And then she rips the neck brace off him as the crowd's going crazy. Then she uh starts beating him up some more. <laughs> Number 24 is uh Nikita Lyons. Number 25 is Chris Statlander. 
26 is Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke eliminates Kara Hogan the moment she gets in. Um, and she tosses Stephanie McMahon out too. 27 is Rocket Kong. <laughs> 28 is Ivelisse. 29 is Cora Jade. And Tony Storm eliminates Chris Statlander and Dana Brooke. Ivelisse eliminates Rocket Kong. Ivelisse gets uh, eliminated by Nikita Lyons with a 540 kick that sends her over the rope. 30 is, is it Rebby Hardy? Is that his name? Rebby? Okay, Rebby Hardy comes up to a massive pop from the crowd. She's fired up, running from side to side on the stage. Delicious. Finally, some good fucking food. <laughs> Nikita Lyons is fighting Dana Brooke, and Beth Phoenix clotheslines them both at the rink to cheers. Uh, we see Tony Storm, Beth Phoenix, Cora Jade, and Rebby staring each other down as they're the final four. Cora Jade um, does a hurricanrana to Beth Phoenix that sends her over the top rope, but Beth catches herself and tries to skin the cat. And Cora does a running drop kick to uh, to Beth's chest but, like while she's mid-flip, and the crowd's going crazy as she flies out of the ring. Cora, uh, Cora tosses Rebby over the top rope, but Rebby catches herself. Cora, uh, Cora tries to sprint at her, but Rebby pulls the ropes down real quick and sends Cora flying um, over the ropes. So now it's just Rebby and Tony on the um, on the apron having a chop battle. Uh, Tony starts clapping at, um, as the crowd's chant, beat that bitch ass. <laughs> she goes for a running forearm smash, but uh, Rebby stops it and elbows her. Rebby starts clapping, like making fun of the beat that bitch ass um, chant. And as she gets hyped, she does a running drop kick that sends Tony off the apron. Rebby Hardy eliminates Tony Storm for the win and as the crowd is cheering. Rebby holds up the belt as the crowd is going crazy. She's the new women's champion. Okay, so I got multiple problems. So, <laughs> so the beginning of it was good. I actually liked, even though in real life Jade fucking sucks, um, <laughs> I liked your version of Jade, like her promo and when stuff was good. Yeah. I didn't like any of the stuff that Beth was doing. It felt again like it was you in that version of the person. Um, but that isn't even my biggest problem. It's the actual <laughs> match. So first of all, you had was that Jade's first loss? Yeah, that was her first L. First L okay. she took. I hate that you had her first loss being a fucking Royal Rumble. Um, and she protection. didn't even and she didn't even make it to like the final two. Like, she wasn't even in the final two. The whole build-up was to her and Natalia, and neither, like, they weren't the final two were involved in the final, really. E no, neither of them were the in the final two. Um, Rebby is fucking random as hell. Well, Beth, like, Beth, it, Beth was in the final four. <laughs> she was in the final four. But, like, Rebby was random as fucking hell. Like, she don't even work there. <laughs> <laughs> she don't work anywhere. She was free agent. She don't got a contract. I'm aware. I'm aware because I had her in the island at one point. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I want her it to just win. Felt very random. Like you just changed the person that the change it, and of course, fucking and mid ass Tony Storm fucking is in the final two. Doing that god awful chant again. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the, crowd, the crowd loves it. The crowd loves chant. Beat that bitch ass. I, I was there in that you, crowd. We did not love it. I'm gonna give you a two. And okay. a lot of that is the promo work with with Jade in the beginning, okay. but the match itself was was yeah not it. <laughs> so the promo work that Damone liked, I didn't like because it feels like a knockoff of Sarah Del Rey. You took the Queen of Wrestling gimmick and did it worse. Somehow, well, she already, well, already had her doing that. It was just <laughs> I just had to go through and do the whole promos again. But you yeah, already had her playing doing that. I feel you, but 
Sarah Del Rey been the queen of pro wrestling for a year now. So I don't know what to tell no, you. I, no, I'm saying I'm saying I already had her going to be the queen. Like that was like already a thing. Like that was that's fine. I still no, I'm just letting you know. So I was, it was like I was copying you. I, I was already planning to go do it. That's what I'm saying. I just had to let rewrite the, the promo. <laughs> let the record state that he copied me. <laughs> um the match felt like nothing happened. Like it felt and I'm assuming that's because I'm gonna give you like some leeway, leeway here because it's it's a rewrite, and I'm hoping that the original had more spots in it because it's just like it felt like you were just saying like so and so came out at 14, so and so came out at 15, so and so so and so. Like, can you gotta say this? Remember how like mid my rumble was considered, but like yet still how much I put into it in comparison. I know you had a rewrite, so that's not gonna make this like a yeah. statistic. No, no, I'm, I'm just saying I had to take out a lot. I took, I took out because there was a lot of spots in the original. I took out, like I said, I took out hella spots. Um, that I had planned, yeah, because I wanted to make sure the show wasn't forever long. And then, like I said, on top of that, I had to rewrite the, the rewrite. shit too. So I don't even remember half the spots anyway. <laughs> so, so the rewrite's gonna be the only reason I don't get you for that. But had you had done that in the original, like I accounted for every elimination and entrant, and did it in thirty spots. Yeah. So, I mean, granted, you're doing two, so that makes a little bit of sense. But like, um, I, but also rewrite's gonna save you on that one. Yeah, I'm gonna give you a I'm gonna give you a 1.25. I didn't really like this. Almost <laughs> yeah. all of those coins are like a like a what's what's the word I'm looking for? It's because Sympathy? you had to rewrite. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was the you had to rewrite. I'm about to say yeah. I had to rewrite. You know what? No, give him one. Give it a 1.35. So that way you get That's your the rhythm and bruise. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, no <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be in between all, these two. Because uh, I, I had a lot of complaints myself. Um, a lot of them very similar to the moans. I do agree with Travis on not being into the Jade promo a- either. Um, but uh, I, 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 I'm generally not feeling it. I wasn't feeling the direction of your women's division before. I'm not feeling it after. Uh, this oh, Rebby Hardy was random as fuck, too. I, sorry. I won the new winner. I, was a, I won the new winner. Well, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but Jade should have kept the title. Or <laughs> you should have or you should have had Beth it Phoenix be win? Beth Phoenix win. You should have had fucking Sarah Del this Rey was, come out. This was the one the I, I it, it felt like so like how I said the first one was predictable. Like this one I did not want it to be predictable, if that makes sense. But that's but like I, I said, like, I took I took the L for that. Yeah, yeah. You should have switched that the positions and had the first one not be predictable and then had this be predictable. Or just have it be closer to the ballpark. This was like a a CBW swerve, like where I'm like, uh, Yeah, this was John Morrison getting a Tyler shot. <laughs> I'm gonna note that was also Kitty's idea. <laughs> We're not putting that slander on my name anymore. <laughs> John Morrison deserves to be world champion. Uh, I'm gonna give this a. I'm gonna give this a 1.85. 1.85. We'll take it. We'll take it. Okay. All right, I had to put that in. Okay. So, uh, if you don't remember that group, Bad Bitch Party. Oh, my God. Bad Bitch Party has been defending their title week, Lord week in and week the out. haters back. <laughs> week in and week out for several months. Cheating every chance they get, whether it's Sunny Kiss holding down people's legs while they pin, Taya using, uh, T- I want to hear you say her name, Taya Valkyrie. Yeah, Taya using uh, pepper spray, Melina with eye pokes. Any way they can get a win, they'll do it. Chicos Locas uh, have a title match the week before, Hardcore Heaven, but lose when Sunny Kiss trips up Zelina Vega while running, and Melina used this to hit a cold breaker for the win. So week one after Hardcore Heaven, uh, Chicas Locas comes up to uh, cheers. Shelly Martinez and Zelina Vega are walking around the ring as Lena calls for a mic. 
You know what happens when you get L.A. and N.Y. together? You get Chicas Locas. Now, I'm sick of bad bitch party walking around like they're the best tag team. While they, when they do, when all they do is underhanded tactics to win the belt. We keep getting screwed out of your title shots. Ty, out of our title shots. Taya says, uh, ooh, I'm scared. A bunch of gang members going to rough me up, huh? Two little girls playing thug to put, to put, um, doesn't put any fear in me, sweetheart. I have TDJ's protection. Selena says, bitch, I was hoping you would say that. I don't care about none of that. The kill clock has been activated. Just know when you least expect it, we are taking you bitches out. And then Shelly says, you have been greenlit. And they both point out to the camera, uh, point the camera like, like they have guns, like doing this. So uh, week two, Serena Deeb goes, <laughs> week two, uh, Serena Deeb goes up against Melina. Melina's getting her ass whooped. But when Serena um, gets hyped and about to hit her finisher, she runs to the ropes but gets hit in the back by Taya. And uh, Serena's favoring her back at this point and drops down to a knee. And Melina does a running big boot and drops down to a split. She quickly holds the um, hooks the leg for the win as the crowd is booing her like crazy. We see Taya kiss the uh, brass knuckles as the crowd is booing even more. As they are walking up the ramp, a low uh, the song Lowrider plays and uh, Bad Bitch Party gets scared when the music cuts off. Um, Bad Bitch Party gets uh, confident realizing uh, no one's coming out. And then we see the Titan Tron uh, change the backstage and, so and Sunny Kiss is laid out. We see uh, Chicas Locas with bandanas over, their, um, over most of their faces, covering their nose and mouth. They take a selfie with him on the ground. Um, BBP are getting uh, pissed seeing this, and they can't do anything. We see Conan uh, coming from behind with his arms around both of them. He laughs and says, "Unreal at the impo." In other words, bad bitch party. The clock, the kill clock is near. So he throws up his gang sign as the camera as the camera feed cuts out. It cuts back on him when we see him spray painting the, um, his back as they, and then it cuts back out again. Week three, Kevin Owens, uh, fresh off being Sandman for the uh, for the BMF belt. Melina and Ty uh, seduce Kevin Owens into becoming their manager since they're obviously scared of Chicas Lucas, and they tell him like how big, how big and how strong he is, and stuff like like that, and how he can like strong to like to, to to protect them from Conan. Kevin Owens gets drawn in. He's conv he's convinced that he's doing the right thing coming to their aid. Later that night, we see BBP walking out for their match, and we hear it's time, bitch. And Chicas Lucas come out with black aluminum bats. Um, you have and she's like, you have been asking for this for a long time. But Kevin Owens comes out and protects them, yelling, get back, get back. <laughs> Go on now, skip. Go on now, scram. He don't say like that. I'm just saying he just telling them to get back. So uh, Kevin Owens thinks he's doing the right thing. But get uh, off he, my lawn. Yeah. Go, Go on now, get. <laughs> so Kevin Owens thinks he's doing the right thing with BBP behind him. They're like, sticking their tongues out, poking their ass out, like doing the dumb shit behind them, pissing them off even more. Kevin tells them to go go on somewhere and not to not to harm these girls. Pretty much, Conan comes out, gets in his face, like he's chewing his gum in his face, and he goes, "There you go, there you go." El momentum. I was fucked that whole thing up. <laughs> he walks. So basically, he said the time will come in Spanish. He walks away, and Chicas Locas follow him. Babbage party tell him how they how they love seeing him protect them, and it was sexy how he sprung into action. Kevin starts feeling himself a little bit more at this point. And week four, Chicas Locas come out and call out BBP for, uh, to a match. She says, it ain't Halloween, but these bitches are scary. Why is it we have to go through all these hoops and hurdles with you two? Por que tienes miedo? It's just little old Selena, huh? We got you tight, huh? Just know, just know we're going to whoop that ass. A final chapter, you can't run. We already know you got spaghetti for spines. Come on. Come on and sack up. Because there's, no no, there's nowhere for you to run once we get a hold of you, Petra. So we're going to get a little something for you. So we got a little something for you. Not only do we want a shot at your titles, we get to choose the match. TDJ did one thing right. So it's us, Chicas Locas, the baddest bitches with, with the most from this wait, the baddest bitches with the most from each side of the coast against the so-called champs and something we excel in. A good old-fashioned street fight. Let's see how much heart you have when you when that uh when the ping from a baseball bat echoes against your cabeza. 
night night and the crowd's like cheering as they're uh, as they leave with their baseball bats um so now we're at the event a mariachi band plays the lowrider theme song and chicas locus come out in big hoop earrings tan pants black beaters black chucks and plaid uh tops selena has black glasses on and shelly has um uh, black beanie on conan has, has a shirt doing like his like, only top button button and then he's holding the two aluminum bats for him they come out real confident zelina has the puerto rican flag wrapped around her shoulders as they walk out when they get in the ring zelina leans up against the ropes talking mess she's throwing up the seat in the camera while shelly hops in the ring on one foot with one leg holding up the uh holding up an l excuse me entrance uh ends when zelina walks to the camera pointing a finger gun at the camera is like bang and then we hear what's new by make the stallion play is uh bbp uh, come out with their belts dressed their belts and they're dressed up in uh, black tank tops black capri leggings pink jordan high tops and uh black letterman jackets with the bbp and pink lettering and uh kevin owens is out there holding the mirror for him and sunny kisses in there so the match starts off with chicas locus doing a luth express with uh punches as the crowd cheers they slide out slide out of the ring and conan uh tosses them their baseball bats and they catch them as the crowd cheers shelly hits the turnbuckle uh post with it and the crowd's cheering. They go to swing on them, but Shelly hits a drop kick as Lena hits uh, a drop toe hold, making them drop the bats. Uh, at one point, Shelly hits a running drop kick to Lena's face. At one point, uh, Lena goes for a tequila sunrise, but Ty gets out of it. Uh, Shelly uh, shoves Ty off the top rope, and she and she smacks against the uh, barricade. At one point, Ty hits a tiger bomb on Zelina. Um, Chicas Locus hit a stereo slingshot crossbody. Um, Lena goes for a monkey flip, but Shelly uh, holds her in the air. Zelina does a springboard sunset flip as the crowd's going crazy off the smooth. Uh, while Shelly is bent over, at one point, Melina does a running big boot and drops down to the split. She goes for the pin, but she kicks out at two. Uh, Melina hits a backbreaker to Shelly. She holds her there, then Ty does a running, sorry, it's a rolling thunder elbow drop. At one point, Shelly gets uh, Melina on top of the barricade and hits a suplex off of it onto the hard ground. And Shelly and Zelina try to go for a double Russian leg sweep. But Taya hits both of them and hits Selena with a chop and uh, Shelly with an elbow and hits them both with a stroke at the same time. Taya hits a uh, dragon suplex on Shelly and then uh, Chicas Lucas hit a double Spanish fly to Molina. They both pin for the one, two, three. Can you run the finish again? Yeah. Um, so Chicas Lucas hit a double Spanish fly to Molina uh, and then pin her to get the win. Okay. Right team won, and I like the ending spot. Um, so I'm going to start with the, those good things. I'm not huge on these teams. Um, one is significantly Ow. better than the other. Other. Uh, Which one? Chica's Locos is okay. Uh, mm, the okay. other one I'm not into. <laughs> it, okay. It'd be funny, you know what I mean? But I don't think that they should be like serious TV time threats. I think that should be more of like a comedy act. Uh, Who, which one? Uh, bad bitch party. I think that at best oh. should be a comedy act, not like a serious threat. Okay. Um, like well, I they're, they're, they're not. The thing is, they're not supposed to be good wrestlers here. They're just yeah, supposed yeah. to be cheating, like the cheating. Well, way. I know that, but we're, I just we're... don't feel like they should be a force. Does that make sense? Yeah. I feel like they'd be I, good, I like you. comic relief in a situation, but I don't feel like they are like the people I'd even want as like chicken shit heels to dominate. Um, but the right team won. And I really liked the ending spot. That's very cool. Okay. Um, I'm going to give this... Uh, I don't have too many other problems with it. I'm going to give this a four. Four? Thanks. I don't Thanks. hate this. I actually, I actually like it, I'll say. Yeah, I agree with the score. I'm going to give you a four, too. And I do agree the right team won. Okay. The only thing that like kind of threw me off is Kevin Owens being <laughs> part of it. 
Um, like I get what you were going for, but I feel like you could have put someone else in that spot. That would have been like maybe better because I don't see bad bitch party like going to Kevin Owens of all people to like help them. Um, yeah. I would like you not like, that bitch. No, he's not. Uh, he's just literally supposed to be just just protection, just because literally they're scared because Conan they think Conan's gonna beat them up. He's not gonna touch them, but 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 they're just scared. Yeah, I I just feel I could would have given you like I was giving you like Chris Adon or Chris Masters or someone. I feel like they would have been better, like a muscle head kind of. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna give you a four. I think the right team won the match. I like the finish too. Or if you were gonna commit, um, yeah, you have Kevin Owens like you know put on the butt shorts and do the bit fully. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. All right. I didn't mind Kevin Owens. I thought he was fine. He just it was a bit roll. It didn't really matter. Uh, Chicas Lucas is the best thing in your women's division by far. Like, there's nothing else dumb. even competing with it, in my opinion. That's dumb. Um, I think Bad Bitch Party is stupid. <laughs> I don't like them. <laughs> You're supposed to like them. They yeah, do kind of come off as like knockoff beautiful people. Yep. It, it would. Yeah. They would be good. Um, when y'all said I, that, like I, was, I said, you know, they I would be a good before, and I was like, I was like, yeah, you're right. I was like, I, I was like, I, I, it does seem like that because they weren't supposed to be, but it was like, hey, it is what it is. Yeah, I was like, I don't have anything. Um. What else was I gonna say? Um, I like a double Spanish fly. <laughs> I also this is a, this is the last round, right? We're in the last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, like, this is it. This is it. Okay. Rebby Hardy would be good with Chicas Locus, and yeah, that would be a good little faction. Um, yeah, I did. You know what I'm saying? I remember I had to research all kind of gang activities. <laughs> <laughs> I had to look up. That's why I looked up. Like that's why I found out about the kill clock and the fucking greenlit shit. Yeah, you don't know what the kill clock is. Basically, well, in the real version, the kill clock you got like I guess like until like whatever the time they say to go out there and kill somebody to to be in the gang. So I just try to change it up a little bit. So instead of killing somebody, it's just I'll beat you up real good. <laughs> I'm gonna give you a four point two five. I fucked with this. Thank you, thank you, thank you. What did John give you? Four. I thought the hater was going to need to come out. I was but... worried. I'm not going to lie to you. I was worried about that match. I thought y'all was going to hate that, but I'm you glad. I'm worried glad. about that women's rumble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought y'all was going to love Rebby Hardy being well, the new champion. Uh, the reason I liked this. I love Rebby, but uh, it was because random. You, you focused on the good parts with this. Like, there was stuff in it we didn't like, but that wasn't a very big focal point. Everything that we do like was the was focal was you yeah. know the folk point so it was like it covered it up like <laughs> you know covered it up. <laughs> real quick real quick mm-hmm. with going back to just a quick note on that rumble mm-hmm. you really watch john do a story between two people and then have a third random win and get roasted for it and did the same thing i'm mad now <laughs> not gonna take any additional coins away but i am mad Ooh, wait what did john do yeah, Jamie Noble versus Brian Cage, and then had oh, fucking yeah. Alex but, win. But, 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 mine was actually relevant, because one, it's a guy who works for me. Two, it's somebody <laughs> well, he, who had a build-up in that division. Two, it's somebody who had a build-up in that division against Brian Cage previously. So, it made some sense. This was out of left field. So, this was yeah, worse than what I did. Make, ah. 
I think they're both. Candace they're both. You both did the same fuck up. Yeah, his was to a greater extent. My dad's this is, size. This is why CBW is CBW. <laughs> <laughs> we were both the problem. Yeah, you were both, <laughs> yes, you were both the problem. All right, all right. All so right, did the so, moan rate? Yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody wrote it. Yeah, everybody voted. Okay. Oh, I was the, the lover of that one. Okay. Yeah. No, no. I mean, oh. everybody said for yeah. He he, he wanted to be the lover. Yeah, I don't. I don't like being. I don't like the lover being the the category. <laughs> like you're either the lover or the hater. What's I don't like being the lover. You said it. <laughs> you know, I said it, and I was like, as soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like, I ain't like that. I ain't like that. <laughs> okay, so the match ends, and we see Kevin Owens getting the ring to, to make sure they're all right. Conan gets in the ring, and we see him talking to Kevin. Conan calls for a mic. He said, "Now listen, Puta, you're playing for the wrong side. I get you're protecting them and all, but you're getting your, you're getting a little ahead of yourself, homie. Don't get dealt with." Kevin Owens gets in his face. He's like, or what? Conan, Conan starts taking off his shirt as the crowd cheers. He yells out, you want these problems? Kevin says, maybe I do. And shoves him. And uh, Conan shoves him back. And they get into a punch exchange. TDJ comes out in the uh, black and red tie and says, contrary to popular belief, as the ruler of this world, I'm not going to just sit back and let you guys run the show. You guys are going to just act like I'm not here. All these decisions will go through me. You think you can fight each other on my dime and I won't be a part of this? So how about this? You two want to fight so bad? Y'all can do it right now. Street fight. But the loser has to retire. That'll teach you. That'll teach you who run things around here. They look at each other in a way like what, like what they got themselves into. And the bell rings and the crowd starts cheering as they start knuckling up. So they both go in and they just both, both start swinging each other like real stiff, just really hitting each other, something vicious. And then uh, KO goes for a pop up power bomb, but Conan hits a DDT in midair. Um, at one point, KO does a uh, uh, standing, I'm sorry, jumping, uh, rolling senton leg drop. Uh, Conan hits a stiff DDT onto a chair. And the crowd groans. Uh, he quickly covers for the pin. One, two, Ke uh, Kevin Owens kicks out. One point, Owens hits the stunner. Conan is outside the ring catching his breath. KO does a top, top cut helo. And then um, Owens hits an apron powerbomb. One point, Conan is, uh, is in a tree of woe with the steps near his face. And KO does a coast to coast and kicks the steps in his face. And then uh, Owens flicks him off one point, And Conan does it back. But Owens bites his finger and does a running tornado DDT. Uh, one point, Conan... Conan uh, rips Owen's shirt and delivers a stiff chop to his chest. He continues to do this, and we get a close-up of how red his chest is. Uh, KO goes for a suicide dive, but Conan hits him in the face with a, uh, with a chair. And at one point, Conan uh, jumps up the second turnbuckle and does a tornado reverse STO. Uh, Kevin Owens does a senton bomb, and then Conan copies the power-up power, power, power the pop-up power bomb, then hits the tequila sunrise to Kevin Owens. He's trying to tap, then the pain is too much, and he taps. And the crowd is in shock as Kevin Owens' job has been taken away. Wait, 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 wait. Conan hit a pop-up powerbomb on, on Kevin on, Owens. Yeah, on Kevin Owens, and then hits the tequila sunrise and make him tap. I'm going to be honest. This ain't it, fam. <laughs> um, it just felt forced and, like, rushed. Like, I'm, the match was okay. Um, I also think the romp person won. I'm gonna give this a two. Two. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, this was weird. Like uh, we're expecting <laughs> this, yeah, this. This segment should have just ended. You really <laughs> just, yeah. I wanted to do an impromptu match, so I was like, fuck it, there's some kind of story for you. <laughs> That's why Kevin two. Owens was included in that last storyline. <laughs> so yeah, that should be fine, but I I'm not um What's your Sorry, John, I got to interrupt for one second because I, I need an answer. 
what's your deal with making people fucking retire for no reason? No, no necessary <laughs> like. Yours out here ending careers for yeah, he no did, reason. He did retire Kevin Owens, John Moxley, John Moxley. For no reason. Guys in the middle of their prime too. You said <laughs> two. That's only two people. That's two more than I've done. It was a I retired old John Cena in a reasonable point in a world title match that meant something. You just retired two motherfuckers for no reason that in the middle of their primes. Nah, John Cena's in his prime too. This is, wait, That's I have a question. Uh-huh. I don't know if this is a spoiler. You know, if it is, you don't have to answer. Is Moxley on this show? Yes, he is in the show. Okay. <laughs> How is he in the show? He's retired. He is retired. Oh my god. He's just trading out retirees. Oh, he's going to rumble. <laughs> I hate that. Um, <laughs> Quick, rewrite it. <laughs> fucking Kevin Owens is probably going to be in the rumble, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, if I'm telling you right now, if Kevin Owens comes out in this rumble, you're getting a .5. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck everything else that happens in that rumble. <laughs> yeah, Kenny, that, that, that pointless retirement is starting to piss me off the more we talk about it. <laughs> yeah, me because, too. Because, like, like I remember when I, I did see this retirement. Not to make this all about me, but I'm gonna. Um, <laughs> that's, that's your MO. That's your gimmick. Yeah. But remember when I did this master class job of retiring John Cena? And I got retired because I, I got roasted for putting the wrong article of clothing out in the ring. Remember that? What did you put in the, you put in the ring? He, what, what he, what he gave, he what he gave the shoes. But, they, but y'all said he should have put his wristbands. No. Wait, you, so wait, wait, you put, he put them ugly ass shoes? <laughs> right, no, he, he put his wristbands on in the ring, but gave it, put his shoes. Gave his shoes to like a kid and just walked away barefoot. Toes <laughs> <laughs> out. I forgot the full moment. I got roast. I got a three point hey, five on the ending segment for that. Don't you dare say that this is redeemable. That was a retirement. This I I a, think this is just as bad as that. So I'll give you yeah. this a three point five, Kenny. Are you that's, kidding that's me? That's why I gave John. John thinks kidding. that he did this this like amazing work. Anytime John gets like over a three, he he acts like he is literally before that. <laughs> shut that's the what fuck I'm up. You said a master class before that's like, that's like, before that four. moment. I got fives. Like on the actual know. match, it was all fives. You had a good match. You can have a good match and not be a master class. Uh, Travis, your mic is. Yeah, <laughs> you need to go to a master class of fixing your fucking mic. <laughs> Talk by mic. <laughs> All right. John, where you at? John, where yeah, you at? Now he's silent. I'm glad. All. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm giving you a. Uh, I'm giving you a two for this, Kenny. I, I, That's fine. N- now Travis done pissed me off. <laughs> Damn, so I got to suffer? <laughs> That's well, shit. you already pissed me off too, but Travis didn't help. That's crazy. Uh, okay. Talk again. Can you hear me now? Yeah. yeah unfortunately. Unfortunately. All right. What I said was, John, you can suck on these nuts. <laughs> Joe Tuscany chef built ass. Uh, you're going to use jokes now? Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Our viewers didn't hear it. John built like, like a bottle of smart water. <laughs> okay, All right, that well. was a good one. <laughs> I got to give a dub there. He's wrong about everything else he does. just said. That was a good joke. <laughs> Okay. Here go to the next. You know what? You know what? Can you give you give you a three point seven five? Because fuck John. Oh, no, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> not, you know what, Kitty? It's your if it weren't your birthday yesterday, I would have taken it off a quarter. Wow. <laughs> I didn't give him crazy. another quarter too. <laughs> wow, that's wild. Okay. All right. So uh, week one, Jeff Hardy is uh, fired up in his match against uh, Super Crazy. 
he's fighting way more aggressive as super crazy goes for a moonsault but jeff drop kicks him out of the air and uh he, he he lands like crazy like the way he lands is wild uh jeff hits a, a twist of fate that drives super crazy right in his neck um, into the ground uh jeff pins for the three count and wins jeff uh, has his arms raised and super crazy's favoring the back of his neck on the ground then we hear the eerie version of oh the joy play jeff knows this is jtg and, and faces the stage ready to fight jtg sneaks him from behind and hits him with jan hits him with janice um and then he hits him in the gut when he turns back around and then he drops to the floor he puts his foot in the back of his head and says i'm gonna let you know that getting up is pointless you are what we call rendered helpless the crowd's booing like crazy you're going to regret the statements you made at Hardcore Heaven. He handcuffs him to the bottom rope and looks at his family in the front row. Your daughter is, is so adorable. No, don't worry. She won't be hit again. He waves at her. I'm not a fan of sequels. Nothing can outdo the first one. Jeff is pissed uh, trying to get up, but JTG has his back to the back of his neck, uh, his, his boot to the back of his neck again. You took out my right-hand man, Malachi Black. See, I could kick your ass right now, but where's the fun in that? To be honest, I love this side of you. I got my fingers crossed that you can keep the same energy the final chapter. He cracks him in the back um, with Janice several times as he walks away whistling. Uh, week two, Eric Bischoff says, JTG, you son of a bitch. Your two-month waiting period is over with. I'm sick of this. I'm not waiting for the final chapter pay-per-view. You're going to face Jeff Hardy right now for the Cruiserweight Championship. The crowd is cheering like crazy. Is this the main event of the night? Jeff Hardy's backstage getting ready. We see JTG getting ready in the separate locker room. They both come out. The match starts in the crowd's height. They have a stare down while on, on the respective sides of the ring. When they get up close, the bell rings and JTG kicks them in the nuts immediately. And the crowd boos as um, it is announced that JTG lost the match by disqualification but, re but retains the belt. He rolls out of the ring as he walks out with the belt, the trash being thrown at him as he walks out with the title over his shoulder. Eric comes out pissed off and throws his blazer on the ground. JTG gets in his face and says, you huffing and puffing like, like, like you're going to do something. Are you going to hurt me, Eric? Are you going to hurt me? The thought of that is, is the kind of thing that gives me a stiffy, and I can't afford to waste them. So I'm not I'm gonna need you to calm down. Gives you a stiffy. <laughs> can't what? afford to waste them. <laughs> gets a boner from Eric Bischoff threatening him. <laughs> what? I can't afford to waste them. So I'm gonna need you to calm down. He's, this he's is on a stiffy level. limit. <laughs> he got six left. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a level, this is not a level playing field here, Eric. You have been my bitch for a couple of months now. And I got some things for you to put into action before you walk that street. Wait, 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 wait. He's got a stiffy at Eric's bitch. Yep. What kind of BDSM is this? <laughs> he said, I got some <laughs> things for you to put into action before you walk that stroll. Me and Jeff, last man standing. He pulls Eric in closer and Taylor nose to nose. Make it happen. And he shoves him away. As Eric looks at him defeated. JTG grabs him by the neck. Answer me. Eric Bishop nods his head reluctantly. Good boy. Never forget who's in charge. Is JTG going to spit in his mouth next? <laughs> <laughs> he laughs. He rests uh, Janice over his shoulder walking out. So week three, JTG's backstage and sit in his, uh, sitting up in his chair, sleeping backstage. Jeff Hardy with the chair hits him in the gut, and JTG's crawling now. Jeff cracks him in the back. JTG's on the ground in pain. Jeff says, why, huh? Why? You some kind of sicko? Some man that was tortured as a kid, huh? And now you're taking it out on me? The hell is wrong with you? JTG's in pain, holding his gut, and he starts crying. and says, Jeff, <clears throat> I'm sorry. All this time, I thought no one understood me. The pain, everything I've been through. I have this demon inside of me, the inner voice that tells me to do these evil things. I, I can't stop it. I just wanted out of my head, Jeff. I was wrong. I was wrong the whole time. What I did to you, oh my God, what I did to your poor family. Jeff, I'm sorry. What can I do to prove to you I'm sorry? Please, 
please, what can I do? Jeff looks down in anger, but empathetic. JG slowly gets up and says, I know you're angry with me. You know I, I know you're angry with me, but I truly want to change. I really do. I just can't stop this. This thing that is inside me. I don't want it to win. Jeff looks at him in the verge of tears. JC looks at him and says, I want what you have. A loving family, a support system. Maybe this demon saw that and wanted to. Oh, who am I kidding? You dummy. You think I'm some label, some sociopath, a type whatever, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You think some sob story was going to end all this? I said before I'm an artist. My masterpiece was to paint DPW with Jeff Hardy's blood, and I intend to do that. You had a chance to put me out of my misery, you fucking idiot. But now, JTG lets out a really loud laugh and headbutts him and spears J um, Jeff Hardy into the wall. And Jeff is on his knees. But now I completed my mission. That last little bit of humanity you have left in you has been shredded. I want that animal to be released. That final chapter, I end Jeff Hardy. Or <laughs> Jeff Hardy ends me. I will get the last laugh. But by some miracle, Jeff Hardy wins. I guess the joke will be on me. He last realized the superstars come in to check on Jeff as he walks backwards uh, slowly out of the locker room. Week four, um, Jeff Hardy still wrestling super aggressive as he whoops on Kip Sabian and finishes him with the twist of fate. After the match, uh, Jeff immediately goes backstage. Jeff Hardy's wife goes backstage looking for Jeff um, and finds him in the locker room searching for JTG. His wife, Beth, says, please don't go this route. I understand what, you, I understand what he did to this family was sick. And I wanted to hurt him for, um, for days on end, but we had to take the high road. We can't lose ourselves in the process. You are not this animal that he's trying to turn you into. I see this effect. That, that I see his effects on you and how you've changed. I see it already. You become a different person. I've already forgiven John for his action. You need to move on from this. You can't, he's like, uh, you can't even look me in the eye, can you? I don't want to lose you. Jeff, look at me. If not for me, then do it for your kids. Jeff gets pissed and punches a locker and dents it. Listen, Beth. He can't get away with this. You're trying to stop me. It's pointless to even try. I already made my choice. And Sunday, may God have mercy on his soul because I won't. Uh, Jeff Hardy comes out in the white tank top. So now we're at an event. Jeff Hardy comes out in the white tank top, black pants, white belt. His hair is cut short now as the crowd is loud cheering as he comes out determined with a fire he hasn't shown in years. And then we hear an eerie version of Oda Joy play as JTG comes out to massive booze from the crowd. JTG comes out shirtless wearing a um, bloody pig mask. Oh, shit. I should have zoomed in something vicious. Okay. Yeah, it just randomly zoomed in. That was wild. Okay, so we uh comes out shirtless wearing a bloody pig mask with dirty chains around his neck with his dirty uh with signature dirty brown denim jeans as he drags both Janice and the cruiserweight championship. He got the doo-doo brown. He got the doo yeah, he always got the doo-doo brown jeans on. <laughs> okay, so Jeff uh I'm sorry, JTG rakes Jeff's eyes while Jeff is blind uh is blinded ringside. JTG uh spears him through the barricade. At one point, uh Jeff kicks him in the nuts and does a um, tornado DDT to get back at him. JTG cracks him in the gut with Janice and says, this is my show. You think because I made you discipline your child, I'm the bad guy? I had to take care of the little hoe. Just like her, you will do my bidding. When I say jump, I want you to say how high. And I reply, you're going to the moon. I am JTG and I'm just that damn good. He cracks him back, cracks him back again with the Janice. Uh, Je uh, Jeff's reaching under the apron at one point and finds two light tubes. When JTG gets up, he hits him in the gut uh, with one. And when JTG's bent over, he hits him in the back with the other. Uh, at one point, Jeff takes off his tank top as the crowd gets hype, and he chokes him with the beater. Uh, at one point, uh, JTG hits Jeff with the ring bell and it busts him open. Uh, JTG finds a two-by-four and wraps it in barbed wire from under the ring, uh, gets behind Jeff and uses it on Jeff's forehead. He's, like, pulling and, like, scraping up against his forehead, like, going crazy with it. Uh, at one point, Jeff stiff punches JTG at one point, and um, that drops him down to a knee, and uh, Jeff sets up a chair and does a double jump leg layered off it. Uh, at one point, Jeff hits the whisper in the wind. He slowly gets up and throws JTG out of the ring. He drags him up the ramp as the crowd is cheering. Uh, Jeff grabs Janice and hits it against the steps. And the crowd is cheering uh, from the hit as he walks as he runs over to him and hits him several times in the back as his kids cheer him on. JTG is rolling around in pain. 
We see him lay on his stomach, nursing his wounds, but the camera zooms in on uh, his back. We see a bag at the top of the stage. JTG is crawling away really slowly. As Jeff reaches in the bag, he pulls out a long chain as he says, no more friends, no more family. You wanted this. All I have is you. And he hits him in the back with the chain several times. Uh, JTG is on the stage uh, begging for him to stop because he's in so much pain. Jeff says, oh, you don't want to play anymore? It was fun when, when my wife was being attacked, huh? When you had my daughter assaulted, huh? Beating me week after week. The fun's only just begun. JTG is trying to crawl away, but uh, Jeff starts choking him with the chain and then lets go and grabs him by the dreads. And he says, you asked for this. And then Jeff Hardy power bombs him off the stage. This image has got to be racist. He said, <laughs> damn it. Uh, Jeff Hardy power bombs him off the stage and onto the tables on the side. The crowd's chanting, holy shit, as, he, uh, as they're uh, both heavily breathing. Uh, and we see multiple replays of this, uh, this moment. And then we see uh, Jeff Hardy take Janice up, uh, take Janice at one point and beats him again, and then uh, lays two tables across from each other, and then lays J uh, JTG on top. He climbs the Titan Tron as the crowd's chanting and uh, and screaming and getting hype and stuff. And he hits the Swanton Mom off, um, off the top, and they're both laid out until Jeff gets uh, gets up at the final second of the uh, Last Man Standing match and uh, he collapses. So basically, he won, but he's his body's like done. Um, so Jeff Hardy is not the Cruiserweight champion, but he's too hurt to celebrate. He leaves on a stretcher from all the damage he took in the match as the crowd's cheering for him. We see a final shot of the title belt being laid across his body in a stretcher as he's wheeled to the ambulance. All right, I'm going to start with this. This was written like a Wattpad fan fiction. I feel like there would be like anime like drawings of this and like furry art of this, of like oh, Jeff what? Hardy and JTG like making out <laughs> or something. <laughs> that said, I was super entertained by this. <laughs> like, <laughs> this was ridiculous. It was corny, but I had fun the entire time. Like, would I be at home watch, chanting like "fuck it, fuck" like some dumb yeah. shit like that? Because you know, it just it it's over the top. Like, it's super zany. It's super wild. But I loved it. This some, whole thing, this whole feud's been zany and wild. Though. I know. Yeah, this, I was this is the great. pinnacle of that, and it just like reached <laughs> that apex point where it's ridiculous, you know. But yeah. That's such good shit, in my opinion. You're getting five. <laughs> Sorry. You're not getting the five for me, but you're not. it's not bad. I'm going to give you a five as well. I think it's a good combination of their feud. Obviously, the right person won. Um, yeah. I should have had JTG win it all. <laughs> I'd have given you a five for that, for audacity. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give you a four. I don't think yeah. this is perfect. That's fine. That's fine. I'll take it. I don't think it was perfect either. I gave it a five though, just because of how much fun I had watching it. That it felt the way it, it felt perfect. Does that make sense? That's very yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. I, I could acknowledge the flaws, but I had such a good time that I don't give a shit. <laughs> All right, thank you, thank you, thank you. I was a little worried about that match because I was like, I had something like similar to that still, but it was hard trying to come up with what. Rewriting all that shit again. About to start my furry fan fiction with him, with them and Papa Eric. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> damn it! Who <laughs> draw <all> this furries? <laughs> all right, y'all ready for the men's Royal Rumble? No. <laughs> How many matches you got left? Two, three. Uh, I think two. Okay. I got three. I got three. Ten to the back. Ten to the back. Jeff okay, O'Reilly's so. cashing it again. Jeff O'Reilly's going to win the yeah. Royal Rumble. All right. Ugh. So, number one, we got Mansoor. Number two, we got Loki. Mansoor. Mansoor. Yeah, no, nah, he's Mansoor here. Because he was that wasn't a thing back then when I made this. <laughs> uh, number two was uh, Loki. Number three was Sammy Guevara. Number four is Bobby Lashley. 
Number five is Kip Fabian. Number six is Goldberg. Number seven is, yeah, Goldberg. Number seven is uh, Justin Gabriel. And at this point, Bobby Lashley military lifts Sammy and throws him over the top rope and into the, fr into the front row as everyone's getting up to get a closer look at him laid out. Uh, Justin Gabriel. <laughs> you don't want Sammy to go? <laughs> no. I support the Spanish I do. guy. And I like the military press spot, so I'm cheering. <laughs> Justin Gabriel swings on Bobby from behind. Bobby looks irritated as it didn't phase him, and he chokes him, then flings him over the um, like flings him like this, like like behind him. I don't know what that move's called, but he like flings him backwards, and just and Justin goes flying over the top rope and lands ringside. Uh, Kip Sabian kicks to Bobby's legs, which brings him down to a knee and slows down slows his momentum down as he follows up with a basement dropkick to the face. Number eight is Doomsday Kane. Kane comes in and double chokes lands uh, Mansoor and Loki. Number nine is Orlando Jordan. Number 10 is Dexter Loomis. Dexter Loomis tosses out Loki uh, when he gets in. Number 11 what is version of Orlando. This is like the, that wild hair when it's like coming out. Should have been TNA Orlando. No, Jordan. that's the worst one. <laughs> from the ceiling with the cause hey. of Tate. Hey, did you, uh, did you use Doomsday Kane before this? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I just couldn't remember. He, uh, he fought Austin Theory. And lost. Remember, yeah, I remember he, broke, that. he broke him down and uh, and met him tap with the the good old ankle lock. Uh, Dexter Loomis tosses out Loki. Number eleven is Jack Evans. Number twelve is Drew Gulick. Who say his name? Drew Gulak. Uh, Drew Gulak. Uh, is a Gulick from fucking RF. <laughs> yeah, very <laughs> name. Drew Gulick uh, comes out. <laughs> he eliminates Mansoor with a drop kick while he's leaning on the ropes. Uh, number thirteen is Rob Conway. Number fourteen is Sabu. Number 15 is Sylvain Grenier. Number 16 is Sandman. Sabu should win. <laughs> Just wait. <laughs> number, 17. <laughs> number 17 is Ron Artest. Ron Artest. Ron Artest. Yeah. It yep. should be Meta World Peace. <laughs> yeah. He has he's the Ron James Harden elbow on somebody. No, no, no. He's Ron Artest here. <laughs> this, is, this is fresh out of the what you call it, Malice of the Pack. Yeah. <laughs> is this show in Detroit? <laughs> Ron Artest. It, it actually is in Detroit, actually. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> it actually is in Detroit. Uh, Ron Artest eliminates Jack Evans and Kip Sabian. Um, he does a of running famous DW do their biggest show in Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> he does a running famous to Sylvain Grenier, gets up real hype, and he hits a crucifix bomb on Sabu as as um, as well, getting cheers from the crowd. Number eighteen is Randy Orton. Number nineteen is Chavo Guerrero. Uh, Chavo slides out of the ring, brings in the steel steps, and does a running uh, double jump wheel kick that, that eliminates Sandman. Uh, Twenty is Jimmy Uso. Twenty one is Jay Uso. The Usos are taking turns beating up on the competitors and stare each other down and shake hands as the crowd goes crazy because they finally join back up again. And they eliminate Gulak, Rob Conway, and they're still together. Number 22 is Kenta. And Kenta comes in and immediately eliminates Sabu. Uh, 23 is Val Venus. 24 is Victoria. Val Venus gets in Victoria's face and starts, like, flicking his tongue at her, like, being real, being real freaky. No. She, starts, uh, she starts beating his ass and tossing him out of the ring. 25 is Nice Pac. Number 26, the jackass music plays, and we see Johnny Knoxville. He gets on the mic and says, just kidding. I tried this wrestling thing out before. It didn't work. Introducing Kenny Dykstra. And Kenny Dykstra comes out. Number 27. <laughs> it like John's about to say so. <laughs> 27. This is, this is ground zero. <laughs> in... Yep. <laughs> 27 is Mark Henry. He gets a huge pop because last time we've seen him was in uh, Book of Verse 1 where his career was done because uh, Braun Strowman Hit him with the he super brain buster. Damn, your retirement's mean nothing. <laughs> 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 uh, 
So uh, he, he looks at his former teammate, Braun Strowman, the same one that nearly in his career, the super brain buster that gives him a, a potential career-ending uh, neck injury. They start swinging on each other, and anytime someone comes to interrupt, they would beat them up, go right back to swing on each other again. It stopped when Kane uh, big boots Mark Henry and does a throat thrust to Braun. 28 is Jack Gallagher. Uh, Goldberg is eliminated by you Jack read, Gallagher. You read, you read his allegation, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't care nothing about that. He didn't do it here. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, Goldberg he was washed at like, like age 24, even without the allegation. <laughs> Goldberg is drop kicked by uh, Jack Gallagher, who sends him out the ring, and the crowd is like surprised the fact that he get, ended up getting him out. 29 is Tajiri. Uh, 30 is Nicholas. Comes out to a huge pop. Nicholas. He runs out. Hey. <laughs> he runs you nigga Nicholas. Suck my entire dick for this. <laughs> <laughs> he runs out and gets him for the top rope with Victoria's help. And Gulak is uh, screaming for him to get. I believe I was worried about this bet. <laughs> <laughs> he runs out and gets on the top rope with, with uh, Victoria's help. Gulak is screaming for him to get down from there. And Nicholas, uh, Nicholas smiles and does a diving drop kick to, uh, I'm sorry, diving crossbody to the uh, Usos. And they both drop and they both selling it. Uh, Victoria starts eliminating Chavo and calls for Nicholas to grab the other leg as they both throw him over together. The crowd's cheering. Nicholas slides out the ring and waves as he exits the arena. So uh, number 31 is Roman Reigns. Number 32. You said oh, what? Yeah, you have the greatest Roman, but I forgot. Yeah, 40 entrants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> number 32 is uh, Neville. Jack Gallagher eliminates Ron Artesta booze from the crowd because, you know, they love Ron Artest here. Uh, they, nice, wait, nice they hate him? <laughs> you said what? They should hate him. He was beating up listen, the Pistons. Yeah, listen, listen, <laughs> listen, they pop for look. You always they always pop for the celebrity. It don't matter. Nice <laughs> pop throws out Sylvain Sil- Grenier. Uh, Chris number thirty three is Chris Hero. Uh, Neville eliminates Kenny Dykstra and Victoria. Thirty four is uh, Goldust. Usos are both eliminated by Jack Gallagher. Uh, thirty five is Edge. Um, Edge eliminates Goldust to Jerry and Neville. Thirty six is the Chef Kyle O'Reilly. Colorado hits the, the chef's choice into nice spot and sends him through the ropes, not over it. Uh, 37, uh, Sanjay Dutt. 38, uh, Cesaro comes in and hits the big spin on like several people in the ring as the crowd's cheering for it. Then he hits a running Springboard 180 European uppercut to Jack Gallagher as the crowd goes crazy. 39 is super crazy. Randy hits uh, Randy hits an RKO out of nowhere on edge. Uh, Kyle Riley goes to spear Sanjay Dutt. Uh, Sanjay leapfrogs and he hits uh, Tajiri. The crowd goes crazy off this moment. 40 is uh, John Moxley. He comes out to the roar of the crowd, seeing as he's been uh, been gone for some time now. 41 is Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash goes on Kane out of the ring. You said what? How many inches are you doing? 41. I, have I got are you going up to 50? Yeah, yeah, I went to 50. 41 I is the greatest Royal Rumble was 50. I yeah, was that's, why, that's what I thought, too. That's why I did 50. 50. Oh. Yeah. Because it's, it's, the, it's the largest Royal Rumble of all time. They already did a 40 Royal that's Rumble right. before. That's right. Yeah, 41. Because at the time, I didn't have the Royal Rumble. I had to do this with you. <laughs> Uh, 41 is Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash clotheslines Kane out of the ring. 42 is Psychosis. 43, we hear, so you think you're untouchable. John Cena comes out to a big pop as he's back in a football jersey and fitted cap uh, backwards. Damn, not wait, even my retirement's been wait, 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 wait. Let's rewind a little bit. Did you say Kevin Owens came out? No, Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash. Okay. okay. No, Kevin, Kevin Owens is not in this match. <laughs> I was about to say, he's about, you're about to get a hot he's ass steaming point five. <laughs> he already used up his 10 cent stipend. Esarios comes in next at 44. Esarios eliminates his best friend, Psychosis, and Psychosis is in shock. 45 is Andrade. Andrade, so Ed Spears, Kevin Nash, and then rated RKO team up to eliminate Mark Henry. 46 is Elix Skipper. Elix Skipper does the, the old school rope walk and head scissors uh, Randy Orton out of the ring to, to eliminate him. 
Uh, Roman eliminates Chris Hero. Kevin Ash throws out Super Crazy. Bobby Lashley is noted that he has been here for some some quite time some for quite some time now and is close to beating the record. Forty seven. Um, a microphone cord drops from the ceiling and we see a hand grab it and lips into the shot and we hear now that I have everybody's attention, I would just like to remind you that I am back in DPW and I'm weighing in at two hundred and forty six pounds. Hailing from Green Bay, Wisconsin, Mr. Kennedy. 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 <laughs> so he comes in. Uh, 48, Scotty Too Hardy. 49 is Kenny Omega and comes in, eliminates Andrade and Edge. And 50 is Tiny Zeus Lister as Debo. He comes out on this bike <laughs> as the <laughs> he goes on this bike as the crowd is cheering. He starts messing with the crowd. He's trying to take the guy in the front row's chain. He gets in the ring and quickly eliminates Elix Skipper and Scotty Tuhati. John Cena eliminates yeah, Kevin Nash, Cesaro, and, and Sanjay Dutt. Colorado does the eat taunt and goes for the chef's choice to Debo in the corner, but Debo gets out of the way and he, his knee hits the exposed turnbuckle. Then Roman takes advantage and Superman punches him out the ring to get revenge for uh, him beating him uh, some months back. Orlando Jordan is eliminated by Roman Reigns. Braun gets eliminated by everyone in the ring. Like literally everybody in the ring, they work together to eliminate them. And then Debo gets eliminated by everybody in the ring too. Uh, John Cena uh, tosses out Kenta and Jack Gallagher to cheers from the crowd. Kenny Omega, Kenny Omega, Moxley, and Bobby Lashley jump Roman since they all had beef with him in the past and end up tossing them out together. Uh, we see a four-way uh, stare down between Mox, Omega, Lashley, and Cena. Uh, Moxley and Bobby Lashley are going at it, swinging each other, and the crowd is like cheering from like from the punches, chops, and kickers chains uh, that we see from those two. The same is going for John Cena and Kenny Omega on the other side. The crowd's going crazy off this. John Cena eliminates Kenny Omega, and Bobby Lashley eliminates Moxley. We get a stare down between John Cena and Bobby Lashley. They're going at it, and Cena uses his strength to F.U. Lashley. He picks him up with a little energy he has left and tosses him over as the crowd cheers. Nice pop uh, pops up uh, from outside the ring since he was technically never eliminated and is behind Cena. He's, like, getting hyped. He's like, ah. He grabs him from behind to toss him out, but Cena reverses and tosses him out. Oh, damn. I thought you were going to do the X pop, the nice pop surprise win. That, that was going to be I wanted to think me. that was going to happen, but then he gets eliminated by Johnson. Damn. I'm, I'm mad it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas's feet. Nicholas never went over the top rope. <laughs> I was hoping somebody would say that. Nicholas is really the winner. When Johnson <laughs> leaves that ring, <laughs> Nicholas, Nicholas slid out the ring. I Nicholas <laughs> Roman fears Nicholas. So, so <laughs> Nicholas is the winner? No, 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 no. Actually, but the winner is John Cena. But I, but we were just saying how Nicholas never eliminated, so so Nicholas really <laughs> won this match. All right, <laughs> I was about you were about to get it. Ooh, I had the numbers ready. Nobody that won your Royal Rumbles has a contract with your company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing, John. It doesn't. That's in book it like our like real world knowledge. We know that, but in book it verse, we don't know that. Well, I, I don't know them dirt sheets. Be kind of juicy. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that's not... <laughs> and also, uh, John Cena does have a contract somewhere. So we're not in the same universes, though. He can just say he's not in the same universe as you. Yeah, because 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 yeah. other universes, you know, he he's old. Another one, he's fucking peacemaker. This one, he's. <laughs> he's <laughs> but wouldn't this be his debut? Correct. No. So what? When when else has he appeared? He's out here, man. <laughs> he's out here. He's known. All right. It's like it's like when AJ's oh no because he's debuting. 
Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> that didn't work out the way you wanted it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's been wrestling here before. He wrestled here before. <laughs> well, then um, he's been let's, let's signed with the company wrestling there with no fucking build to this fucking. <laughs> I just, yeah, I feel like this is another one where you gave it to somebody who like had no build, no heat for your company. Um, not even by retirement or sacred. There's so you had a part time guy win your Royal Rumble. I'll say that. I feel like you should have had Moxley win it here. Moxley came back like he unretired and then he lost anyway. He had not really retired. Just, or he came back one off. He was one off. I wish one-off. it wasn't a one. It <laughs> feels like a tease. Him and Roman really didn't have enough of an interaction for Roman retiring his ass. No, yeah. he, he, he also. Also, it, you were kind of, you pretty much reversed the whole Uso thing too, because you had the Usos went from oh. like behind each other in a blood oh. feud to like, oh, we're working together again. Yeah, they they they, they reconciled in the in the middle of the ring. They literally did that. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, that was the whole spot. Yeah, they looked yeah, at each other and had a stare down like they're gonna fight each other, and they kind of like yeah, get, well, get that, that's nasty. Yeah, I don't like that. Shit like that happens. Oh. Right? <laughs> I, I hate this kitty. People yeah. always talk about that shit. Because if, if Sean Michael Triple H were feuding and they hugged it out in the middle not of the Not the next we month. Talk. Yeah, like not the next month. Like you got to give it a little bit of time. You literally, you literally, month one, they're a solid tag team. Month two, they're broken up. Month three, they're back together. It doesn't make, like you gave no yeah. time. Month yeah, four. It, actually, month four. <laughs> we're going to be real. Yeah, it just feels like, <laughs> it feels like you rushed to put them back together. I hate you. Um, um, yeah, Demo, tell me more things I shouldn't like about this. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can think of um, right I, now. I, do, I would but... say that you had a star-studded Final Four, but you you could have had a nice pock pop from me. The others might not have liked it, yeah. but that would have given, like, given you a I would have given you like three more dollars for a nice pop. Yeah, like nice pop would have been would have been good. Been good. Well, like remember, it. nice pop was not supposed to be over. Like this. It was not. Well, well you had over. like six months of real life time of him being Call this an audible. Over. Right, you wrote this tonight. True. True. I mean, but I, I still just did the same. Like, I did the same stuff. I was trying to remember everything I did before. That's all it was. Just, yeah, but yeah, like but we've you, been telling you, we like nice over the last like six nice months, box. we've been saying push nice box. <laughs> and then you you keep refusing to and say I didn't have plans for nice box to begin with. Get plans for him. <laughs> hey, Kenny is Vince man. <laughs> he really is. He's what? Vince McMahon. Man. He's gonna do what he wants to do. He doesn't care about the fans. Um, well, he should I'm start. Gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna give this a one point. Oh, you're nice. <laughs> oh, hater Travis. Uh, 1.15. 1.15? 1. 1. 1. Yeah. You, you go first, Travis. Oh, I'm giving you a 75 cents. <laughs> Damn, I thought you were going to go full point five. I was ready. Uh, what's your extra quarter for? Um, let me think about it. <laughs> we got to make sure Kenny hears those numbers. Did you hear those numbers? Yeah, you said someone said 1.5, and then we just say no, no, 1.15. <laughs> Yeah, so 1.15 and 75 cents from Travis. Okay. Um, that's his rewrite uh, credit. That's fair. Um, uh, yeah, I didn't like this very much. Uh, I feel like everything I was going to like didn't get materialized, and then everything I didn't like didn't get materialized. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, I mean, thanks for push, pushing my retired guy. Uh, that's cool. But uh, I guess that'll be my my quarter credit will be for pushing my talent. Um. 
because I'm going with the same score as Travis because I feel like I hated it pretty equally. I'm going yeah, I with just I, so I did like John Cena wins again. <laughs> Long Cena just, wins. Yeah. He is Vince. Cena wins. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. All right. So now we're going to the next one. Second to last match. Uh, oh man, I won that. Even if like Keith and Mike love this, <laughs> like I won this bet by a landslide. <laughs> So uh, I'll be hitting you up for a draft pick later. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so week one, we see the camera cut to Rick Rude and Robert Rude in the hospital with Miss Elizabeth. Uh, Robert grabs Miss Elizabeth's hand. He looks at her and says, when they put their hands on you, I was just filled with rage. From that moment on, hate and anger are the only emotions I've been coursing through my veins. Ace of Hearts have another thing coming. Ace of Hearts end up winning against the Fly Boys with a double crucifix bomb. They're both holding an arm when they do it, and they uh, toss Ricochet right on his head for the win. Uh, week two, we see um, we cut to see the bank excluding um, besides TDJ in the ring. Teddy Hart um, holds a mic, says, "We are at war, a war that has been going on for ages. The rich versus the entitled. Yes, all of you poor folk think you're entitled to the hard-earned riches, always looking for a handout. But what you are witnessing is historic, and history is led by a great man. Right? And history is led by great men, and great men set things in emotion. Great men like Ted DiBiase Jr. And this great man, he had a plan, a nuke." That nuke was a little group called the bank. God made the earth in six days. Ted DiBiase did the same with the bank. So yeah, he's some kind of a hero in my eyes. The fact that he saw this brand and he knew we would be his tag team champions, it says something. It says this man is a genius. So everybody bow your heads and be quiet as we anoint TDJ as our one true leader. The crowd is booing as TDJ uh, comes out. Before um, Ted um, DiBiase can come all the way out, TH2 comes out and challenges the bank to a fight. Um, ruining the whole thing. So Ace Austin getting uh, getting pissed, and he's like, "Okay, we're gonna have this fight." So they end up having the match. Ace Austin and Teddy Hart completely obliterate TH2 in the ring that night. The match ends with a diving foot stamp from Ace Austin, while Jack Evans is laid out. The Ace of Hearts stand over his body to pounce him. Um, Rick Rude walks out in the beater and jeans with a kendo stick, and the crowd's cheering as he rushes to the ring. And the Ace of Hearts run out and split off split off in the crowd. Uh, week three, Batista's fighting a uh, human tornado. Batista's playing around and taking his good time with him, lifting his arm up when he clearly has him pinned. He calls for the Batista bomb, but when he lifts him, he gets cracked in the back by a chair. We see Robert Rue behind him with the chair as the crowd cheers. Batista's laid out, and Rick Rue grabs two chairs, two chairs and tosses one to Rob. They both are on each side of Batista, and he's, as he's slowly getting up, they both smack Batista with like a sandwich chair shot as the crowd's going crazy. Rick Rue um, looks at the rest of the bank members at the top of the ramp. Rick, Rick says, enough talking. It's time to pay the piper. Get your asses down here. I don't want to wait till final chapter. Let's do this now. The bank run off and the rude ones follow him. They get into the limos. The rude ones catch up and break one of the windows with a punch and chokes uh, Ace Austin while the car is moving. But they have to let go because the car is going too fast for him to keep up. And in week four, the rude ones come out and Rick Rude says, I'm going to keep this short and sweet. No more funny shit. No more cockiness. You're seeing a new team here. The real ones are coming out flexing and showing off. We're coming to kick ass and get our belts back in Miss Elizabeth's honor. And the crowd's chanting Lizzie Rue. And he's like, this is for Lizzie Rue. And everybody's chanting Lizzie Rue. So uh, the real ones, uh, now we're at the event. Rue ones come out in black t-shirts and jeans. Uh, the bank come out as painted black um, by the Rolling Stones plays. And they're, uh, and they're in green attire. Match starts with Rick Rue doing a lariat to Ace Austin immediately as the match starts and locking TDJ in the eyes um, outside of the ring. Rue ones hit um, simultaneous spine buster at the same time. Like, like, not really the same time, but like pretty close. Um, Ace Austin hits the springboard tornado DDT, and Teddy Hart follows up with a running shooting star press to Rick, but he kicks out at two. 
Rick and Rob look at each other at one point and run in opposite directions, using the, using the momentum from the uh, the ropes to keep going and do stereo suicide dives to cheers from the crowd. The, announce, the announcers and crowd are cheering them on because we've never seen the real ones take a match this serious. They never even attempted suicide dives or like anything diving like in the past. But the crowd seeing how they how determined they are. Teddy Hart goes. Um, Teddy Hart does a gory bomb hold into a complete shot to Rick Rude. Uh, Rude ones try to do a double hip toss to Teddy Hart, but Teddy flips forward, runs, and does a lariat off the ropes. Rick Rude tries to tries to clothesline Teddy Hart. Teddy rolls to evade it and does a running springboard moonsault at the top rope. At one point, Teddy does a uh, side moonsault later on to both uh, the Rude ones out, out of the ring. Uh, Ace Austin hits um, Robert Rude with a 540 kick. Rick Rude hits a diving missile drop kick on Ace Austin. Uh, Teddy Hart is lifted into a military press by Rick Rude, but Teddy turns his body and turns into a Canadian destroyer. He goes for the pin. One, two, Rick kicks out with everything he has left as Teddy looks off in amazement. The Rude ones do a double hip toss, but then they don't flex after this time. Um, Teddy Hart goes for a shooting star press, but Robert runs and, and dives through the, dives towards the uh, top rope and makes uh, Teddy fall. They go for the uh, Rude plex, but if you don't know, that's when he lifts um Rick Rude lifts Robert Rude and Doomsday uh, device pretty much, and then suplex whoever's on the top rope. So they go for that move, but um, while Robert is uh, on Rick's shoulders, Teddy knees him um, from the top of the suplex position and then lands um, back on the turnbuckle. He does a diving rolling neck breaker that sends them both down. And Rick Rude um, does a backbreaker to Hart, then, then holds him there. Robert does a running drop kick, running front drop kick to his head. Ace of Arts had uh, Rick Rude on the ground. They both get on the same top rope for a double 450 splash, but we hear the Rude One's music hit. Everyone turns to the stage as Miss Elizabeth walks out favoring the back of her head. Where everyone's distracted, Rick Rude kips up and runs the runs up the turnbuckle and has them both in a double suplex, double superplex as the crowd um, is on their feet at Rick's amazing feet of strength. The crowd is jumping up and down, chanting holy shit as the three are laid out in the middle of the ring as the crowd is going crazy. Robert Rude does a pile driver lift to Ace Austin, and while he holds him in there, in the air, Rick Rude uses his strength to lift his teammate in in the air as well, and drops them both doing doing like a super power driver that they now call the dirt nap. Ace Austin is out. Robert gets on top of him for the one, two, three. The crowd is roaring, cheering as Robert puts his arm puts his arm um, up and um, as he rolls over, he gets up and hugs his teammate and grabs the titles. That's the end, Ben. Um, give me I don't that really have like. Again. You said what's up? Give me that finish one more again. Basically, Rick, or, sorry, Robert Rue lifts Ace Austin up in a pile driver position, and then Rick Rue like hugs them, and then like like uses his strength to lift them both up, and then they both it's pretty much like driving his head into a pile like like a pile driver, like like even more. So like supposed to give it more strength to it, showing off okay. his strength, and then he gets on top of him and pins him for the win. And then we hear uh, the crowds cheering as they that they're both like defeated and then holding up their belts and hugging and stuff. Okay, I think this was good, not great. I'll give you three point seven five. Three point seven five. Gotcha. I agree. Like it's not perfect. It's not bad. It's. I kind of feel like I get what you're going for because you wanted to like have a more serious version of the rude ones. But I think them being like funny and flexing and doing all that stuff is what made them special. And I kind of don't like that you took that away. Like I get what, why you did it for the story, but now it just feels like they're just another tag team. Yeah. It, um, well, this, this is supposed to be, uh, well, I said in the beginning, this was the death of the rude ones. I said that. I was like, what? Yeah. And I was like, this is it for it. That was just how it is. They turn face. They're no longer doing that, doing that wild shit. So this, this is just their, their ending. It's a conclusion. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, yeah, 3.75. I liked it a little bit less than them. I thought it was some mid-pack. Um, like, I had no emotions going into this either way. I wasn't invested. Um, I missed the fun, rude ones. It's sad to see him go out in such a uneventful way, it feels like. <laughs> Don't like, worry. There, there's at least one more rude ones match this book at verse. <laughs> God damn it. And they're going to be at their peak. Well, that's good news because they, they went out kind of sad here. Like they, really, they were like washed at this point. Everyone was like, go away. Like they got that, like the X-Pac heat at this point and not nice Pac. Like, they're, the, they're the new day. Yeah, they're, they're washed at this point. Rude, rude coin was better. Uh, so I ain't gonna say all that. But wait, wait, wait. It was. We ain't, we ain't hating on rude coin or uh, well, I forgot what the reality show was. Rude love. <laughs> but, this nasty. Like all this is nasty. That, that, those are great ideas from great creative. Anyways, I'm giving I'm giving this a three. This is mid pack. Honestly, I was kind of hoping that you were gonna have Miss Elizabeth come out and screw the the rude ones. Oh, you think the she's gonna turn? Yeah, I kind of wish you that would have been more interesting, that. honestly. Yeah, they would have been. But it wouldn't have made sense. It literally, put it, but it wouldn't made sense because they literally did a footstep to her head, and she was literally like out. Like we out we just needed something to latch on to here. She could have just said like, "I, you were supposed to protect me, and you didn't. So screw you. I'm done with you." Mm. Like she was Before just that foot stomp gave her like, such bad CTE, she became a different person. <laughs> yeah, she was just she was just using the rude ones. They thought they were using her. She was really using them. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. That would even make sense. Say so, well, no, this was just, it was, just, been, a, it was just a revenge storyline. You know, they they got their ass whooped by the by the bank, and they were just getting their revenge. That's 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 what's supposed to be. That's pretty much what it was. So yeah, that's the end of that one. Now for the main event. So uh TDJ versus <laughs> he said TDJ versus uh, what's uh Heartless. Montez four. Montez four. Okay. Yeah, you're wrong, but <laughs> <laughs> so uh Montez we... four definitely there. I'm not wrong about shit. I didn't say nothing. Oh, I think he's talking about the I think you were agreeing with him. I was like, no. No, I was just saying that Montez Ford's in it because he's the champion. Yeah, exactly. He was he's the champion. <laughs> Well, week one, Theory comes out and comes in the ring and takes out his mouth guard, and Bret Hart calls for the mic. He stands there and has the mic facing towards Theory so he can talk. TDJ said I had 30 days prep. I told him no. I said, you tell Tez that he's got 30 days left. This is a match that I have been begging to have. I wanted my shot. I would do anything for this shot. So I'm not going to be caught lacking on this one. So 30 days, I'm leaving with Montez's leg and the DPW Undisputed World Championship belt. Later on, we see uh, Montez having a grueling match with Braun Strowman. He's still showing lingering effects from the death match he had, and he's fighting a little more strategic than athletic in this match since he's not at 100%. He hits a diving crossbody, and we see how high he elevates and quickly goes for the pin for the win. The crowd is giving uh, mixed reactions to this win. Some some people are cheering, some people are booing. As he's celebrating his win, Theory comes down with uh, with Bret Hart, both of them in black and pink uh, tracksuits. Montez says, so little bro, so he says, so little bro and them really got little bro and them. Bret Hart, you died to Kenny Omega already. You think a toned down version of you is gonna beat me? And you, I hear a lot, like I hear a lot of talking from you. So you're the big bad wolf. So you're the big bad wolf, huh? You took out Doomsday Kane. Now you coming for the champ? That's fine. I'm here to stay. Another year, there's gonna be another you. Some up and coming that thinks he deserves a shot but gets put down. Theory says, I'm not a. Sh-. 
same. Lost my place. Theory says, I'm not some chef. I am a wrestling prodigy. Brett has made me Brett has made sure of that. I am the mastermind of maneuvers. I am the spectacle of being technical. I'm he's like, shut up, shut up, shut up. We heard this tired act before. We know you're the asshole of alliterations. You making sure you know who you're dealing with. Just know when I hit you with a verse death valley driver, you will be down for the count. You saw the way I took out the former champ. The only thing that O'Reilly's good for now is auto parts because I don't make promises. I make guarantees. I haven't been wrong yet since I've been here. You're going to realize I'm always right like freeway exits. And Brett, and Brett, don't come in this ring ready to fight like you're tough or something. I will talk more about you, but your birth certificate is apology enough to all the condom factories. I am the heartless Montez Ford. You want a shot? You got to show me something. Week two, um, Theory beats John Morrison after wearing down his leg and making a tap with the ankle lock. He grabs a mic and says, Montez, I know you're scared. The feelings that, that you have in your stomach, uh, Tez, the motion sickness, the nervousness, you know a real challenge awaits you. I'm not some prick saying they're the best in the they're the best in their own family, a rich snob. I don't need affirmations to prove I'm the best. I come out here to kick ass and leave. You want to impress me? Come see me in this ring. I will make you regret it. Week three in Atlanta, we get a press conference between Montez Ford and Austin Theory. TDJ is in the middle handling the press conference. Welcome to DPW's first ever press conference for our biggest pay-per-view final chapter. In two weeks, we get to see these two titans go at it. The undefeated number one contender, Austin Theory, goes against our undefeated, undisputed world champion, Montez Ford. So reporters, journalists, and other media, ask your questions. Reporter says, Montez, what do you think of Theory versus Doomsday Kane? Arguably Theory's toughest fight. He says, what do I think of that? That wasn't a fight. Those two aren't shit. I'm the world champion and have and have taken out anyone they put in front of me. I haven't even named my finishing move yet, and people are calling it the two cold killer after what I did to him my first match and taking out a legend. This is just another day at the job. One more name on the checklist. Theory gets agitated and says, you talk a whole lot, but I've been moving up the ranks and earn my spot. TDJ sets him up. I knock him down. See, this is a betting man's game. If you're a betting man, the smart money, the smart money move is betting on me, kicking his ass up and down the arena in a couple weeks. Tez says, how about you bet that I shove these Stacey Adams up your ass and show you ass some style? Theory gets pissed off and gets up real quick. Bret Hart and security holding him back as far as Ford pop, um, pops up yelling too. Security's holding him back. I'm the DPW undisputed champion. The only reason I'm here is because Theory is a bitch and said I was too uh, said I was too scared to come out. So I'm here now. What you want to do? They end up cutting the press conference short as security is like trying to get a hold of the situation. Week four, Montez says, "Hello, bitches and bitchettes." From day one on Thursday night throwdown, when Roddy Piper requested to have me on the Piper's Pick podcast, I told y'all that day, call it arrogance, call it cockiness, but just know you can close your eyes and feel my presence. I'm the innovative and often imitated. Every woman wants a piece of me and every man wants to be me. I'm the best on the mic. I'm the best in the ring. I'm the best in life. The common denominator is Montez Ford. I'm in a class by myself. Future got the stick talk. Well, I got that slick talk. Every moment is viral. They play it twice on TikTok. So you come here and made a bold request saying I was nervous and all this BS. See, that works on them, the crowd. That doesn't work on me. The sad thing is I don't need to talk. My skills make enough noise. Went to Hell's Kitchen and took out the chef. I took out a legend killer. I took out a black legend as, as well, and I've become world champion. Trust me, I'm just getting started. I was seen as the bad guy because I make promises and keep them. So, yes, I'm confident. Matter of fact, I feel a little cocky. Not only am I confident that I'm going to beat you, I'm going to beat you in a special way. To show you that I'm a true fighting champion, I'm going to let the fans decide your fate. So here in this L.A. crowd, what kind of match will it be? Will Theory go against Montez Ford in an I quit match? Should I whoop his ass with everything but the kitchen sink in a hardcore match? Or should we step in a cell and race some hell? Y'all have to the end of the night to decide how will your champ defend his title? So that's on y'all. Uh, what kind of match y'all wanted to be? What? Hold up. What? Wait, what? Again? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to go back. Three matches? <laughs> yep. I did. 
So here in this LA crowd right now, what kind of match will it be? Will Theory go up against Montez Ford in an I quit match? Should I whoop his ass with everything but the kitchen sink in a hardcore match? Or should we step in a cell and race some hell? Y'all have till the end of the night to decide. How will your champ defend his title? Hell in a cell. Hardcore. Hell in a cell. Okay. Hell in a cell one. Later that night. Let's see. Hey, I got, you're gonna get you're gonna get a couple extra bonus coins yeah, for that. that yeah, that's, yeah, that's that a cool idea. Cool. That was cool. Yeah. So later that we night, weren't even ready for that. We were just like, yeah, hey, we I, know I know y'all work. When you said it, when you said, it, I was like, I wonder if he's gonna give us the choice or. I, no, I thought you were gonna work in the crowd's like, reaction to that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was expecting you to be like, and the crowd said, no, that y'all the crowd. Later that night, theory, the fans have decided your fate. And it looks like we're going at it in a hell in a cell match. Ooh, that's bad for you, Austin. Not only do I win, but it just makes it much that much more glorious that I'm doing it in this fashion. Yes, I'm your favorite. Might even be the greatest. And as long as they can quote it, I will always be the coldest. Heartless Montez Ford out. So now we're at the event. Bruce Buffer says, ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. And when the action begins, our referee in charge of the ring, Herb Dean. And now, for those in attendance and the fans watching all around the world, this is the moment you all have truly been waiting for. From the sold-out crowd in, uh, I I can't even say that fucking name, (laughs) in Detroit, it's time. Introducing first, in this corner, we have fighting out of Atlanta, Georgia. He stands six foot one inch tall, weighing in at 224 pounds, presenting the number one contender, the spectacle of being technical, the grappling god, the suplex executioner, Austin Theory, and he's like getting hype. In this corner, we have fighting out of Chicago, Illinois. He stands also at six foot one inch tall, weighing in at two hundred and thirty-two pounds, presenting the reigning, defending, undisputed DPW heavyweight champion of the world, the heartless Montez Ford. The match, so they they start fighting. The match starts off with them trying to tie each other up. Um, each of them defend, uh, defending each other's, uh, deflecting each other's move attempts, uh, showing that they are both evenly matching the ring. The technical battle ends when Theory knees them in the gut. Um, Theory hits uh, a brain buster and goes for the pin, but Ford kicks out at two. Uh, Theory's dazed on the apron. Ford is on the apron as well, and uh, he does a running head scissors and flings him uh, head first into the cell. Um, then at one point, uh, Ford goes for uh, an- another running tornado. He goes a running tornado head scissors, but Theory spins him around and uh, turns into a spinning uh, tombstone power driver. At one point, uh, Tez lifts him up in the reverse to Valley Driver and does a cutthroat taunt um, while he's on his shoulders, but but he um, ends up getting out of it and um, and low blows him. And he's not he's not um, what you call it? not disqualified because it was a no DQ match. Ford goes for a hook leg pin. One, two, Scooby. At one point, uh, Theory kicks out of it, but turns into a triangle choke. Ford is trying to get out and is struggling. Ford uses strength to turn it into a sit-out powerbomb from this position. At one point, Montez is on a rampage. Uh, Theory pulls out a ladder. He's trying to like run away from him for some reason, like, like climbing the ladder. He climbs the ladder and grabs the ceiling, like the cell ceiling. Um, it's that really, really big-ass ladder. Montez uh, climbing the ladder, tries to grab Theory, but Theory wraps his ankles around Montez's neck. Montez power bombs him off this off the ladder and um and from off the set off the ceiling and off the ladder onto the ground. The crowd's going crazy as they both like are laying there. One point theory does a hurricane round off the top rope and um to Montez when he's sitting up there. Montez lands on his feet and the crowd's going crazy. Theory sprints at him and Ford does a pop up power bomb and left lifts him uh, back up and hits a second power bomb. 
Uh, one point, um, Ford does, goes for a running enziguri, and Theory turns into an ankle lock out of the air. Theory's yelling for him to tap. Ford grabs the rope and flings him out of the ring, um, and he hits the hits the cell. And then at the end, Theory tries running again. They're, at this point, they're outside of the cell. Theory tries running um, again to the to the top of the cell, but Ford stops him mid-climb, hits him in the back. He does a backdrop off the um, cell and through the announcer's table. And Ford gets on top of him for the pin. One, two, three. Ford gets cheered as the belt is handed um, handed to him by the ref, and we see the cells start to raise, and red solar cups are falling from the um, ceiling as uh, he's holding his title belt up high, and DPW cuts out. The, the cups falling from the ceiling is pretty impractical, but um... <laughs> that's his thing. The red solo cup. <laughs> they, they do that in real life. Wait, do they drop the cups down from the ceiling? Yes. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yes. I've actually <laughs> held to the cups and fucking hurt. <laughs> A I, solo motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know. I don't John, John, wait, when, when, when did they start doing that? I don't remember them ever raining in cups NXT. Down. They did it. I remember everybody each having one and then like holding it. No, up. at one point he literally he, he does it sometimes too in some some reviews. He'll, he'll raise the cup up and then literally the, the cup will right yeah. the will drop from the ceiling. Is it CGI or real? No, they're real cups. Damn, that's wild. They're but, not like raining them like down at like a hundred miles per hour. Yeah, it's, it's they're like, like they can put fucking balloons and confetti above in the ceiling. Why can't they get fucking plastic cups? I don't know. It just feels. A and they've bit. done it. It's not even like I just made it up just now. They've done it. Uh, I just did it. If they've they done it, it, I can't hate on it. But like, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, they do it. They do it a lot, actually. I've seen it a couple times. I, I, I just, I just decided to switch out the confetti for the red solo cups because that's more his thing. That's valid. The right person won. I like mm-hmm. the crowd's cheering him because I don't think Theory's going to get over as a babyface like that ever. Uh, yeah. Well, well, in this you see the transition from from heel to face, and this was like presented as like a like a like a fight, it not really like a double like turn. A, you said what? Was it like a double turn? No, no. Ace, uh, what's his name? Fucking Austin Theory. Theory. Everybody say Ace Theory. Austin Theory was always been a heel. Yeah. In this, in this whole thing, he's always been so a heel. He turned face basically through this match. No, he didn't turn face. Well, no, they're both Montez still, Ford. They're Ford. It was they're basically both heels until the end of the match. Yeah, they're both pretty much heels. They, they, they both like were that. heels, but then, it, like you saw, like from the beginning, you saw, like, because I said the, the the crowd was booing, like some were booing, some were cheering, and then as it goes more and more, the crowd's fucking with uh, with him more. Yeah, Man, yeah. So a lot it's of like, heel versus heel. You get what's because he retires all his baby faces uh i was like kenny loves heel versus heel we got into this last show he's, he but this one but this one wasn't heel versus heel this is heel versus face now he, I, he I, we, we, we literally saw him go from tweener like we're going from heel to tweener to face in this whole thing okay no that's fine i'm just letting you know because they were they were trying to say heel versus heel but no this ain't it <laughs> um i liked I, I really liked the the spot where you let us decide what type of match it's gonna be yeah. um that that was really cool um montez ford got he, like there was a couple of shows where like your promos fell off with him but you got right back on track with this like you this was some of his best promo work you've done in months um so i'm gonna give this only this a 4.25 i liked this quite a bit it wasn't perfect but i liked it a lot um yeah. the finish felt anticlimactic like i get like he had him because the finish is him like doing a uh, uh, what's it called the backdrop uh, back, yeah the backdrop like yeah. through the announce table it didn't it feel I felt like you should have had him hit his finisher at some like I don't know maybe not off the cell but like on top of the cell or something 
Yeah. Um, it just felt like very random. Like, oh shit, the match is over. That was it. Yeah, um, I mean, I mean, like, I feel like when you're going from the side of the cage to to through announce table, like something like realistically, you should be, you should be. Done. <laughs> and I didn't have them both be down, and like he just doesn't yeah. get to go for the pin, and they both yeah, like I, are down yeah. for a while. And I, I just want to get the top of the I feel like it's overdone. I didn't want to do that. No, that's fine. You, or just, I feel like Ford hitting his finisher would have been more impactful. Also, yeah. feel like if you were going to do, because I didn't really feel like there was ever really a transition from the heel version of him to the baby face. Like I know you said, the crowd started to turn with him, but like not even in the match. It's not like Theory was dominating him in the match, and like Ford worked his way and like survived and managed. And, like the crowd like switched. Because yeah. of that, well, like well, they well, were theory, like get more and more cowardly through the match. He was trying to run from him and stuff like that. Like one point, try to climb yeah. the ladder, try to get him in. Like, yeah. Um, I'm like, still gonna give you a four. I yeah. I like the match a lot. Um, like, and I like both guys. Um, I'm still hit or miss on what you having him be theory be like mini Brett. Slash yeah. mini Kurt kinda, but like, he just like, well he, here he's technical. That's that's all he wasn't supposed to be yeah. Kurt Angle. He's just literally he's supposed to, he was being taught by Bret Hart. Yeah, and he he molded him pretty much. So he has yeah. a, so he has some some more technical has more technical mm-hmm. moves that. Yeah, but um yeah I'm gonna give you a four four okay. Travis where are you at? Um, you the last one. I'm gonna give you a three point five. 3.5. The haters back. I did have one question. What would I never left. If, what would have happened if we all voted for different things? Uh, well, like I thought, was, well, the thing was, it wasn't supposed to happen like that. I mean, I thought Mike was going to be here too. <laughs> to break the but, tie. Yeah, if, if that were to happen. And then, um, yeah, I don't know. I would have, I don't know. We would have figured it out. <laughs> I probably would have changed my vote. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't do that. Because <laughs> I literally had like I was like I have three. That's why I voted last because I was gonna vote for whatever. I, I was let those two vote, and if they were picking different ones, I was gonna pick the one I wanted more. Yeah, I, I didn't want an I quit match. Yeah, I didn't yeah. want I quit either. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't just, feel like I that wanted... feud warranted Hell in a Cell, and that's why I chose Hardcore. I agree with that, but I wanted him to not have to have wasted. Hell oh, I cell. guess he got Hardcore for me too. Yeah, I, I I asked you like literally all those matches weren't mine. I literally asked them. Who has I quit? Damone, I think. I think I do, and I yeah. technically have hardcore too because you sold hardcore to yeah. me. No, I I kept hardcore. You got I no. You gave me hardcore it. too. You gave me the entire fucking division. Yeah, but I don't <laughs> think I gave. I'm 99 trying to give you the hardcore match. So get this you hardcore gave me that too. I I, let, I definitely let you use it, but you oh. you definitely gave it to me. Yeah, it, that's what I was like. I need y'all to saddle because I wrote three different matches, and I was like, I need y'all to saddle. <laughs> like, we can't. Even, <laughs> y'all need to pick. I thought for I thought about it like after like what if we had all just voted for different things? Yeah, that's that's what Mike was. He would have done a singles <laughs> match. <laughs> yeah, so I thought so I was y'all deserve that. a stipulation. You get a singles match now. <laughs> but you also had done a street fight earlier, which is pretty much just a hardcore match with street clothes. Yeah, um, I just think so like this warranted hell in a cell. But yeah, I yeah. get it. But but y'all, hey, the crowd voted. I mean, <laughs> I asked y'all. That's fair what enough. y'all wanted. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, uh, yeah is, I appreciate it. Is that it? Come on, I'm gonna yep. need. I'm gonna need, a, I'm gonna need a, that I quit match. 
Just just putting that out Isn't there. It? Oh, one I'm more thing. Sure. That's fine. Kyle O'Reilly oh. comes out with the money. It's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm buying a plane cabin. ticket to go whoop your ass if you do that. <laughs> I don't even need a plane ticket. Oh, oh wait, John Cena comes out and cashes in the Royal Rumble. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can you cash it? I thought you had to wait. No. <laughs> I thought you had to wait. No, I was being a dumbass. Yeah, season three of DPW, that's going to happen. John Cena T- versus Montez Ford. TDJ shows up and declares himself the world champion. That was, that, that, was almost the, that was almost the ending I had. It, like, that was going to be. TDJ uh, never even way. got his comeuppance. He, he, okay, here's the thing. Y'all, y'all probably didn't notice, but TDJ is the devil on on this brand. He's literally the devil. I put little like subtle things in there, but he pretty much is the devil. <laughs> they were really subtle. They were pretty obvious. He was British, I thought they were subtle. <laughs> yeah, they weren't subtle at all. He was an asshole. He's all over the show. That's why just I dropped an asshole to everybody. That's just puffy. You no, know, not even yeah. that. No, no, there was things that it's, there's certain things he said in his promos that that yeah, like when he told. Um, like, Jade, he was the devil. I could be the devil, your devil or your god. That was different. That was just some other shit. But 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 there I was, was like, say, that, that was, that's not subtle at all. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, that wasn't subtle. There's like there was subtle stuff he says in his old, his old promos, and then that's why I dropped the music because you know he is the, the, the you know, Dick. no 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 not even that. He's just like because uh, Lucifer was all about his music. So that's why I was like, let me go ahead and <laughs> go ahead. No, and that, that. no that, that's a bullshit. You just want to no. be petty. Stop it. No, 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 no. That's what it was. I didn't no, want to tell told you. Me this. He told me this as soon as he drafted music. Yeah, he's telling the truth, but. That's, yeah. some, that's super. That is the dumbest niche. shit I've ever heard. <laughs> super niche. <laughs> dumb. I'm just letting you know that's what the plan was. With that that is some crackhead game. reasoning. <laughs> Calm no, down, man. Tim. You got to play the character, man. You got your yeah. <laughs> Yo, so he dropped the music? Fuck him. <laughs> Well, let us get to our plugs individually. Uh, the only thing I'm going to plug tonight is go try some Sam's Club pesto. That shit's really fucking good. Uh, I'm going to pass it on over to the Money Colt. I don't even use that one anymore. But it's not- the mo- no, it's the Money T13. Uh, so it's D A M O N E Y T, the number one, number three. It's the official number one hater of Jade Cargill. Twitter. <laughs> uh, fuck her. Uh, she's a bum. That's my shtick. I'm the number one <laughs> hater on Twitter. You're number two hater. <laughs> I'm the number one hater of Jade Cargill specifically. Uh, you're the number one hater in general. I just hate you. <laughs> <laughs> number one hater. Uh, but yeah, follow me on there. You can also follow the T13 Media um, TikTok at T13. It's T and number one, three spelled out. Um, I'm glad you updated on your handle. Uh, follow me on my Twitter. I'm the number one Mike Jasko hater account. Um, <laughs> at I am Travi T. Oh, yeah, I put the wrong fucking thing down there. I didn't even I plug my Travi hater T. account. I don't need to. They know I hate. I-A-M-T-R-A-V-V-Y-T on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. Oh, the good old days. What, the primetime Travi T? Yeah, when they when used to trying to hoe me. Yeah. yeah, begging for the second V. <laughs> hey, let me tell you something about me, John. There's been a time or two in my lifetime where I've had two Vs at the same time. <laughs> and, he, and he had to beg for both of them. <laughs> he said, nah, nah. You got him. Nah. You got him, I guess. It worked. <laughs> if you got to beg for me, you can't get mad at it. You got to work. 
I don't hey. beg for pussy. I only ask 17 times and that's it. As long as, hey, as long as you don't take it. That's all that bad. As long as you don't take it. All right. <laughs> all right. Um, catch me on all social medias at Bad Guy Spoken. Um, catch my podcast, Bad Guy Spoken Podcast. And uh, yeah, I feel like we should all change our names to number one hater or something now. Oh, I'm definitely changing. Oh, they I'm hate, but they copy. Like that's what y'all doing. What copy it is? <laughs> Everybody copies me. I'm the inspiration. I told you it was yeah. funny the first time you did it, so I don't know what you're talking about. Anybody hate you? And then go ahead and retweet that uh, the the promotion for for this show for the for final chapter. And you can also find all the things on the T13 Media Network at T13.com or T13Media.com. So it's T13 spelled out Media.com. Uh, we can you can find shirts, our merch. We have shirts, like I said. We so have so many shirts. Get you so a many shirts. shirt. <laughs> we have mugs. We have like Stop we have it. we have masks. If you still wear a mask, we got a bunch of stuff. Yeah, I think we have. I think really. we have sweatpants now. Yeah, we have masks, pajamas. Yeah, we, we have, have masks. Yeah. I think we do. I if think we have I remember sweatpants, I'm getting some right now. That's all Kitty wears. I think when I looked on the other day or like a couple weeks ago, they were on there. When Kitty finds out bad guy sweatpants exist, his whole wardrobe <laughs> shifted. Buy, <laughs> I would buy a pair of sweatpants in every <laughs> every <laughs> logo we got. <laughs> we start I didn't even get this this SmackDown bucket logo. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. That that sure. one is cold. That one is cold. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll get definitely get sweatpants of those. So go check out our merch. At t13 spelled out dot com, media.com. And that has been an episode of Book It. Oh, don't forget to rate and review us as well. And you know the golden rule five or fuck off. And get you uh, some little leg fudge uh, booty shorts too. They're out mm. uh, as well. So go ahead. I need to get those. They do have a sweatpants, but it's in like a, it's a, it's a combo pack. Now, oh, as, yeah. Yeah, as Mike up. says, that's been Book It. <laughs> Bye, y'all fucked up.